Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. SuperValue Online Shopping delivers convenience. And now with 15 euro off your first online shop over 75 euro, we deliver value too. Shop from anywhere on any device and have it delivered at a time that suits you. Shop online now at supervalue.ie. All things considered, it's SuperValue. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your television set. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the Tony Bruno Show. There's nothing wrong with your video stream either. We apologize for the late start. But as someone once said, and I don't know who that was, better late than later. It's Tony Bruno in the air everywhere in the Tony Bruno Show Live. In case you haven't been seeing me lately, hey, I've been rooting for all the 10th place finishers and all the true American heroes who return from the Olympics by wearing my Olympic hat. Because everybody, everybody gets a trophy. The Olympic hockey chick game at 2 a.m. <coughs> to me was probably the greatest sporting event since the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And I don't watch all the Olympics, but I watched that hockey game at 2 a.m. And it's amazing that it took two hockey games, one in 1980 and one in 2018, to get the entire country rallying, again, rallying for America again. Who would have thought the country rallied something that was built in North America? Exactly. <laughs> and in Canada, in another country. 
Tony Bruno here. Miss Robbins here. Luigi's here. Jack's in the back. Jack, and that's the fact. No one laughs more than Jack. He laughs a little too much. No, he doesn't. Are you on my Robin? You have your mic button. I don't know why she's not. She's she's potted up. Everything you is on. You have your little Mikey button on or no? I'm. Oh, there I am. You're good. You've been there. I thought no. you guys prepared for this. We time. were prepared. It's <laughs> <laughs> good well, thing I'm upstairs in my own. Everything was. I'm been, I've been. Everything like Howard was Hughes. Won. Here's the problem. We use Blog Talk for our phone system. Correct. Everybody knows this by mm-hmm. now. And they have a fantastic visual interface, f- interface that allows you to have multiple phone calls. That part of it is fantastic. Wait a minute. Are you pulling a Broward County Sheriff and blaming everyone else for the problem? No. That's well, the, okay. yeah. the problem is, is that their connection sucks. Com- I mean, there's just no other way around it. It just sucks. And so we are constantly having issues with a connection. If we had a different type of phone system that we could use that looks like blog talks interface it would be fantastic because you can list that that's the fantastic thing about it is that people can call in and listen and we can see it and we can put them in a call screener and all of the that the audience part doesn't is fantastic. care about any of this stuff I Robin. Know. the show must go on exactly tony oh, and that's well. why we're here tonight we thank you we're coming up on this show tonight you could be joining us now i haven't been out much since we got back from no. the super bowl whether it was bronchitis early uh, chronic bronchitis TB, whatever the hell I've had. Those are your initials. Well, I know. I've been TB my whole <laughs> life. Uh, whatever it is, mild... Uh, pneumonia? Well, it wasn't pneumonia. I'm just thinking about all the other things that have been. Depression, irritable bowel syndrome, Oof. constipation. You know what, what I realize I'm going to do? I think you're like one of those When walking. you turn on the TV now, all you see is ads for every medication, right? Everything is, is on television now. No matter yes. what show you're watching, there's always this drug and that drug. And then at the end, there's always a long list of things that you should be careful if you take that drug. May cause diarrhea. Yeah, I mean, it, it, anal leakage. So here's the thing. I have decided in the last couple of days while I've been inside, actually the last couple of weeks, because we've gone out twice since we've been back from Minnesota. Once to the supermarket and once we went to the Comcast thing last week for a couple of hours. That's it. We haven't gone anywhere. That's why we're looking forward to the tequila dinner tomorrow night. Damn right. Now, you coming out for that, Luis? Yes, sir, I am, brother. It's about damn time, as LeBron James said, without a pre- a pre- a billboards it's right in front of his time. face in Cleveland. Well, we'll get to that in a little while, too. Yes, we will. In but fact, you- we will have the co-CEO of the company who put up those LeBron pimping for LeBron billboards no. in Cleveland. Yes, right on this show tonight. It's a big show. As Ed Sullivan used to say, a really big show tonight. Well, it's, it's only fitting that I wore my Sixers oh, shirt tonight, too. Put which up is those LeBron. Whoops. What? Pimping for LeBron billboards. I'm hearing myself back. It must I'm have been Cleveland. such yes, right? poignant comments yes, but it was. that we're playing <laughs> them back again. Roll that tape one more time for us, Robin. Stop it right there, <laughs> as they say when they're showing highlights on various networks. Now stop it right there. But anyway, we'll tell you how you can join us tomorrow night for Cantina Laredo. It's been a while. We were in Cantina Laredo, of course, in the Mall of America in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But the Cantina Laredo in King of Prussia, the site of... Uh, it's double digits now, the number of uh, tequila dinners that they put on up there. Chef Brian Harmon and all the folks. Yeah, he was in South America setting up the new restaurant down there. And, and um, I forget which country it was, but now he's back up here to do the Cantina dinners again. to start. I thought up. he was down in South America doing one of the latest journey to find the lost city of gold in the Andes. The Paititi. Paititi which is one of the biggest... I love a pair of titties. Well, who doesn't? Uh, 
That's not what it is. It's like gold from the Yankees in the middle of the desert. So it's like Cibola, the lost city of gold and national treasure. But it's up in the mountains. No, it's in yeah, it's in the middle of the Amazon, and people have died trying to get there to find it. And now because of because this is why I watch Science Channel at night. Okay. Instead of dumb sitcoms and stuff, or whatever you would like to watch, you watch it. I watch Science Channel, but I'm a science denier to a lot of people. (laughs) And this show, What on Earth? I've been telling you about it a while. Best show on television. You have to think a little bit, and you have to want to care about learning as opposed to watching The Real Housewives and de- devolving as a human being. We're devolving as human beings. We're not getting better. We're going back to the Cro-Magnum days very, very quickly. So let me just real, real quick, this, they don't have point. Like, there's a, there's a city of gold, basically. Well, not like a city of gold, but there's like all this gold. And people know where it is. You just can't get to it. No, they didn't know where it was before. That's why explorers for hundreds of years have been going there. So with modern technology and all the... Modern esca- technology and is all- helping now narrow down where they believe okay, it is. Okay, all the excavation equipment we have... You can't excavate. You've got to go... Uh, you, you're not allowed to just go anywhere you want and start digging it up. Why not? Because there's countries involved that have the rights to their land. Well, you sit there and say, look, we'll, we'll, bring, in the, we'll bring in the hardware. We'll help you bring, dig the shovels. They, they're not, you're not, first of all, you've got to find it first. There's, it's very complicated. Okay, all right. It's very complicated. But I watch these shows because I'm amazed. And satellite technology, which un, unless you're Geno Smith, has not proven that the Earth is flat yet. <laughs> because know. satellites... It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. I don't want to go. You know, Satellite <laughs> footage has shown the no, world to be around. We have nah, 4,000 satellites. We have, we have uh, mobiles, mobiles, or mobiles, whatever we call Everybody knows that every single planet <laughs> is, is round. round. But Geno Smith is still one of those flat earth guys. Well, hang on, a, second. Hang on a second here. He's just like, hang on a second. Here. Maybe we're not off on this. Him and Kyrie Irving are there too. Listen, I don't care. You can believe whatever you want. I, mean, you know, I, 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 just, I was thinking of earth, you know, science and this is science, but this isn't. <laughs> whatever you want science to be, just don't get blinded by it. But anyway, the Cantina Laredo yes. Center is coming up Thursday, tomorrow night as we tape this show. The latest great tequila, which will be unsheathed for all the diners who will join us. Altos tequila, or Olmeca Altos, but Olmeca. people know Altos is pretty much the name. Correct, because like on, on all of their social media, it's all known as Altos. Altos, Altos tequila. Altos. Por favor. Si. So the cocktail service at 7, four-course dinner. We're talking about different tastings of all the different product that this particular Altos tequila company puts together. And we always tell you about it, and anybody who's been to this knows you're not going to get a better deal anywhere Hell else. no. You're going out to dinner, great setup, 60 bucks per person. 60 bucks per person. You will pay more than $60 just to sample the tequila that they'll serve at this. Just to have a couple of drinks, you'll pay more than the $60. Four, the four drinks alone will run you 60 bucks. Minimum. Yeah, they'll, they'll, run you at least, they'll run you at least $14, $15. This is top-shelf stuff here. All day. All day and all night long. And you're going to get... Your cho- well, you know it. We'll show you the menu. Cantina Laredo. We're going to give one lucky person yes. a chance to join us tomorrow. And we've had winners on this show before. We've had a lot well, of losers on the show. One lucky person f- w- for two. brings another person. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to have two separate winners. If I say right. two winners, that means two separate people. Yeah. One person. Dinner for two. And they could bring somebody with them. You could rent a date. You can bring your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. There's an app for everything these your days. Your girlfriend, your comad, oh, your side piece. You could bring them all. You could buy another two tickets for them. 
And then you can sit at a different table, like a lot of the Eagles players used to do back in the day in the 700 level. They would bring their wife and their kumad no, at the no, same time? No, no, their wives would be there, and then their kumads would be in the next section over. Oh. Remember that whole story back no. in the day? Oh, are you kidding me, no, man? No, I didn't know that. That's, That's bad, bad form. Knowledge. How's that bad form? That no. is really bad form. You never want to mix the... Like, no, no, wait, wait. No, they're not no, sitting no, she, next to each other. You're yelling at me for not knowing. She's yelling at you for it being bad form. It's bad form. <laughs> you don't think to this day people bring their girlfriends Tony, you don't be mixed to events while their wives are sitting mix, with them at the same table? You can't mix Mexican and continental, man. It's not a good thing. Right. Anyway, good. I'm not encouraging this kind of indiscretion. But if you can get it, God bless you. you know I leave that up to our political leaders. You don't bring sand parties. to the beach. That's what I'm saying. You're not bringing it to the beach. You're bringing your wife to calm down <laughs> the thoughts that he's not going out alone. But meanwhile, the Kumad... Is in the other room. In the next section. Right. And until somebody realizes the Kumad's in the next section, you're safe. But in that predicament, what would you rather be, the wife or the Kumad? <laughs> what would you rather be? Because the wife, you got to deal with the Kumad, but the Kumad's got to deal with never being the wife. It's a sticky situation. Yes, it is. It really is. But anyway, enough about Kumad's. We did have Kalabad last night, thanks to Luigi. While I was up in bed, I was in bed literally, not even being sick. How, how, how many hours was I? I've never stayed in bed that long. Ever. Even no. when I had surgery on my knee, I wasn't in a bed that long. No, you were down for a while, buddy. I wasn't down. I was just like, all I did was watch really bad movies and some good movies. I was in bed literally 20 hours without leaving the bed just to pee. I just got up and peed. Well, thankfully for that, Tony. And I just chilled. I went on an overnight Twitter blockathon, and I blocked about 1,000 people, <laughs> which really helped clear my mind. Because... I don't like to play the communist game. I don't like to block people because they disagree with me. But what I did is exposed people who are just simply frauds who claim to be tolerant of others but have a zero tolerance policy for other people's opinions. And so if that's the case, and I, don't, and I have a lot of people who disagree with me constantly on Twitter, and I don't block them. We have good discussions about everything. But those people who choose to resort to name calling and the kind of vitriol and idiocy that you see now, because social media, you can hide. You can hide and create fake accounts and be a Russian bot or whatever you want to do and get away. And God bless you. We're racing in California. Makes, if that makes your life complete, God bless you. And more power to you. I choose to find happiness. I choose life, as the great George Michael once had on a T-shirt. But you can't have it. Imagine putting that T-shirt out there now. If George Michael walked around with a Choose Life T-shirt... He'd be screamed at by everybody. How dare you choose life? But anyway, enough about best, that. No politics tonight. The best by choice way. would be to just to completely just log off of Twitter forever, Tony. Exactly right. Just call it a day. But we got a lot of stuff we going on. We do have a lot of stuff. Let me give you the phone number. And uh, we're not just going to say call in and give us your best tequila story and you join us. How are we going to give away the dinner for two? to join us tomorrow night at well, Cantina. Well, we were going to have people call in and give us our best tequila story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, the, the best one I ever heard was one tequila, two, two tequila, tequila, three tequila, floor. <laughs> exactly. But that's an old joke, and we're not, that's not enough. you got to earn your... you got to... You know what they say? you got to dance for your dinner. Yeah, that's right. you got to dance for your supper on this show. <laughs> you want to you go to, you go to tequila dinner? Dance. Dance for the damn chat. You're not, and you're going to have to do a tarantella, maybe a little... Uh, that's an Italian thing. A little Lombada action? A little Lombada, the forbidden dance. Right. A little uh, limbo, was that count? Lim no, limbo. No. Limbo is more of that's a... That's what we were uh, in for a couple like weeks. That's like Caribbean kind of thing. I know. I'm, just, I'm trying to be inclusive. Uh, the cha-cha. The cha-cha, the cha-cha slide. The cha-cha. <laughs> That's totally Philly. That is a South Philly. 
And by the way, the guy who called in Cuban Luigi's, Shuffle. The Cupid Shuffle, uh, yeah. No, there's a cha-cha slide, too. You is know. it really? No, yeah, I, didn't, I did not know that's that. That's the name of the song, I the cha-cha I didn't, slide. I didn't see every Eagle Celebration dance this season. What's so the matter I, with I, you, I'm man? You I'm, fly you don't Eagles fly. Don't you understand? It's hashtagged on my brain. <laughs> I'm actually going to tattooed on my scrotum next week. Well, I am, too. Oh, it's it's going to cover over the Tony, other tattoo I used to have that said Dallas sucks. Vernon. And now I'm going to get that covered up now. With For an entire logo. week, everywhere I looked, it was. I'm, I'm eating dinner outside of Maniac. I look over the delivery truck's got hashtag fly eagles fly. So what? You got a problem with that? No, not at all. It's just, it's just everywhere. At least when we get tattoos in the city, we wait before we, until we win a championship. You know how many you've seen all the tattoos over the years? Yeah, say prematurely. Like Cleveland Browns, say Cleveland Browns, Super Bowl champs. Right. And it's just like, but it's it's underneath a tombstone where you lie because it never happened. So yeah, people can do whatever they want with their bodies, and if you walk around, you can see that they are anymore, and and that's the right of us. But I don't have any of that stuff. I didn't get inked. I didn't get gauged. You should, we should have gotten engaged, not engaged. No, no, just no. gauged. <laughs> I'll get when I move away to a third world. That's nation. what's gonna happen when you finally get down to the island and you get to the to the soggy yeah. dollar bar and yeah. you're just like renting paddle boards to like uh, the people that are coming and up mixing, on the shore. And uh, painkillers. Yeah. That's when I think you're finally gonna get inked up. That's I'm when gonna it's gonna, get up. You're gonna get up. That's because what it's I thought up. you were gonna say he was gonna get engaged. When no, he got no, there. no gauging. I'm never gonna Tony's do that. Tony's gonna get two dollar hollow <laughs> written right here on the. I may get a couple of nipple clamps. You, yeah. are, you look like a nipple clamp kind of guy. You're not, I or a how about a Prince? Uh... No, Prince Alberts, that's, that's going to hurt. Plus, an older <laughs> dude, when you get old and you start sagging, that's not really a good look yeah. from what I've seen on the internet in the dark web. <laughs> No, what I've if, seen you, one if in you real clamp life it correctly, you can use it to hold it up. It's like a, it's well, like a holster. True too. You just, you just like put a belt on and then like loop yeah, it through. Just loop, all, just loop all the loose skin through. That's it. Nothing says hip older dude <laughs> than having a gray hair long gray hair ponytail or a man bun and uh-huh. inked up yeah. on a beach bar where unsuspecting tourists are paddling right up ordering a drink from you and ready to leave with you after you provide them with four or five or six cocktails remember you're on vacation so they're not driving you're not sending them out to go drive on on the 995 or the 405 freeway in LA it was the sh- traffic was bad everywhere today man it was hard i'm talking about when you're on a desert island okay and you start drinking excessively and a nice bartender, such as one like I tend to, uh, would hope to be, sure, in a, on a uh, beautiful tropical yeah. island. Tony with all his nipple clamps to his banana harness, not a banana exactly hammock. Exactly right. <laughs> his banana harness everywhere. I'm yo, telling you, yo, Bo. <laughs> you talk <laughs> about Boku action, Bo. Right. I'm talking about Boku action. That's where the term Bo came from. That's that's when you're gonna get inked. Is that when? Is that when it'll? it'll that's when I'll get inked. You get the Eagles tattoo going. I'll get everything going, man. All right, good. So there you have it. There's my future plans. If you want to know what my next goal in life is. See, because I was fortunate. I worked hard as a kid, and then I set goals, and I achieved them. Now my only goal is being a beach bum and a, and a bartender. What's wrong with that? Nothing. It's a hell of a living if you can get it. I'm, I'm, I'm right now, Roatan's looking really good again. Yes, Here's the is. deal, though, with the soggy dollar bar thing. You go up there. The soggy like, dollar bar is in the British Virgin Islands. Right. It's in BVI. Which I, I don't love. know if it has been rebuilt yet. It's I a shack. It wiped. No. But that entire island was practically wiped off. No, I off. believe that it's back up and running. In fact, the Festiva, Festiva uh, resort boat system that we have, that I have the timeshares on, they're already promoting uh, cruises again. How many, more, uh, how many more trips you got left? I got one left. That will be my last trip. I'm saving my last catamaran trip to the British Virgin Islands. Well, there's multiple uh, ports of call, but that last one will be on a 44-foot lagoon, a French-made 
uh, catamaran with the French maid. Uh, and the French maids come separately. <laughs> I am. I just logged on to the Soggy Dollar Bar webcam, and is it let's live? go right now. <laughs> I told <laughs> you they were back time. in business. So if you go to soggydollar.com forward slash webcam, you too can see. Unfortunately, it's it's dark. Yeah. But you can see three of the catamarans that you're talking about currently right, there. right outside. You think I'd come in here with fake news and bad information, and Robin? It is. They are <laughs> up and running again. <laughs> what do I look like? CNN? <laughs> exactly. And look, I mean, even in the dark, <laughs> the beach looks amazing. My question is this, though. But how can you make any money as a bartender there? You're not you're, making any money. That's what I'm saying. All you're doing is you're rolling, you, people are rolling up with their, their $20 bill that's like soaked and they hang it up and they no, dry. No, they take plastic now, too. They do? Yeah. You're swimming, yeah, but you're, you're, you're swimming to shore with you plastic? You know, they have these things called pouches okay. that you put your valuables in All right, man. and then you swim to shore. That's what they did 150 years you ago. You think I'm wearing clothes to the BVI, man? You're, you're not allowed to be naked, by the way. Because there's laws. Oh. Actually, the the um, British Virgin Islands are very puritanical. Pu- yeah, they're they're um, they they are a little bit behind the United States as well, far as what they Well, that's why we kicked their asses back in the day. This is an outbreak. That's why they're still wearing uh, you know powdered wigs and have a royal family that they treat like they're they're important, but doing nothing but being rich and having stuff handed down to them generation after generation. And we got a screwed up political system. I mean, there's a big difference. Well, we said no politics tonight. That's not politics. That's fact. I know, but you said political. I'm just making that's sure. That's not political. Talking about the British form <laughs> of government versus ours. Do we have a royal family in this country? Uh, mm. Other than the Kardashians? Yeah, I was going to say no. Other I don't than think the so. Kardashians? I was going to say. <laughs> a royal pain in the ass family? Yeah, we have, a, we have, a, we have enough of those, Tony. <laughs> we got enough of those, bro. 619-924-9874. And one last note. For all the people who said... You know, maybe you should laugh, Tony. Maybe you should be happy. I defy anyone who's ever done this as a living or any other field that you've chosen as your way of life. I defy anyone who is not more known for being happy and laughing than this guy, former reporter, slash former whatever I used to do. Who has more fun at their job than I have in the history of spoken word electronic media? When the microphones are on, no one's having a better time than you, pal. Even when they're off, for the most part, I'm a happy guy. When you're do- when you're when you're when, when people tell me to laugh, they're the ones who don't laugh at all. I hear you, Robin. Do I laugh more than anybody you've ever met, other than Jack in the back? I was going to say, I'm sorry, Jack, Jack's got us all beat by miles. <laughs> I mean, he laughs like snot hysterically. Jack, like all having this. Jack here is like watching Big Bang Theory. He laughs at everything. Over and he over. He laughs at every line. It could be the worst line ever, and the audience at Big Bang Theory laughs. Jack laughs at everything, everything. on this show. I mean, really, everybody, they, <laughs> any show should just hire Jack just I, to I be the him, laugh track. Because a, you know, a lot of those studio audiences, people don't realize this, living in L.A., we would go down the beach every day. And what did we always see out there other than chicks with thongs and dudes with muscle beasts all roided, roided up and jacking up major weight? We saw people handing out little. Oh yeah, t- yeah. You want to go to the Jimmy Kimmel show? Oh, they give you out. They give out tickets. Well, yeah, it's free to go to these things. Yeah, but a lot of the audiences are empty. A lot of these places are empty. But the popular shows, obviously, like Jimmy Kimmel, they get people to go because people want to go, and it's right on Hollywood Boulevard. So you got tourists. You got people pooping in the street right next to the Pantages Theater. <laughs> so Jimmy just goes outside, makes them jump on a trampoline, especially if they're a woman. 
has them change their pants if they got urine stains and brings them right in because they're going to laugh. But anyway, I digress. Let's get down to the business, as Jose would say. Jose's on the line, actually. In fact, the other night I was on the Internet at like 2 a.m. And, and watching something, and Jose checked in and said, what up, Brunos? <laughs> and then I said, what up? So I, it was like doing the show. And then all these other people all over the country started chiming in. What up, Jose? Should I pull him up? Pull him up uh, for uh, to get underway here. What up, Jose? It was great. Uh... What up? Hmm? Go ahead, man. No, I don't want to interrupt you. What up, Brunos? What up, Luigi's? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Jackson Roots? What up, Jose? That's a steakhouse, I believe, opening up in Jackson Roofs. In Kensington. It's not, a nice, it's not as nice as Roof Chris, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. They don't get the butter as, as hot and sizzly as uh, they do at Roots, Chris. Uh, they use margarine. Am I off here? No, yes, it was no, 2 a.m. Continue. Jose's a bit of the, of the line. <laughs> why, can't I, why, I can't hear, uh, why can't I hear Jose when I'm playing him here? What up? There he is. Yeah. Let's get down to the business, Jose. Yes, we were talking at 2 a.m. and everybody started chiming in, yo. Exactly right. I think we just... We just announced that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> there was one gentleman who owns a sporting yes, goods store that Jose frequents, apparently, right? Models? I don't know. No, who was that guy, uh, Jose? That Lidge, yo. What was his name? Vince Caparelli, yo. Oh, the hat. Vince Caparelli, Jose. At Lids. Which Lids store does the, he operate? Yeah, King, King of Prussia, yo. The Lids? Aren't there like six Lids stores? In King, no, there's six Lids stores in the Mall of America. I know yes, that. Yes, there are. <laughs> In Minnesota. <laughs> Literally, they were like, everywhere you turned, there was a lid store. Dude. So you frequent the lid yeah, store in the I King know. of Prussia? You know, is that, how far is that from, uh, from Cantina Laredo? Can't be that far. Is that in that part of the King of Prussia Mall? Luigi, you're a big lids guy. It's no, I don't so wear hats, man. I am. I know, I know the boss. I know Mr. Vince Tapparelli's, yo. Exactly what's, right. What's the, now, now, Jose, you a fitted guy or you a snapback? I'm, I'm more fitted. More fitted. I'm more fitted. the no one with the major league seal, yo. No wear a lid because it would mess up his hair. Exactly. That's right. See, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a uh, US, Team USA. Uh, I got a USA beanie. I got this for free, though. I bought, I bought mine. <laughs> I'm not you, dude. I, gotta pay mm -hmm. some, I didn't pay full freight, but... What's the latest lid you got, Luigi? I mean, uh, Jose. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> so what was the latest <laughs> one you got? Uh, the latest lid I had was last year when we won the World Baseball Classic. Oh, WBC. Jesus. Mm -hmm. WBC. Team man. USA, yo. Exactly right, man. Shouldn't we win that since we invented the game? I would think so, right? <laughs> I mean, we kind of invented the sport. That's what cracks me up. We're going to have to send a dream team over there to start kicking some ass. Pretty soon, Tony. Losing the Can World we give the USA hockey team one of those for not winning a medal in Korea? Yeah, that's good. Well, the women, the women did us proud, man. I'm serious. I was crying like a yep. baby. The men did. Yes. I was crying like a baby. I'm not ashamed to say. Do you it. have money on a game or something? No, I don't bet on anything. I don't bet on hockey. It was emotional. Like they hadn't won since the ones in you know, uh, and then the, 40 and years. The shootout's terrible in the regular season of the NHL, and they play overtime. Screw I'm you, Luigi. You, it's Luigi, you're, let me, let, we got to give Luigi yes. another one of those. I Seriously. want everybody out there tonight. Oh, really? I, yes. I was out there flipping cars over when the men's team won the curling gold. 
Okay. Well, you should. Just because I don't watch, I don't watch. No, Coney, I, I don't watch hockey, Wait, so I don't you care. Are okay, you mean the, that's you mean a the third. first place Philadelphia Flyers or the suddenly sagging 76ers? Which team now has a better chance to win it all without getting? I think LeBron's now trying to decide whether he wants uh, to go to the Flyers. This, this Philadelphia or the Flyers team is more smoke and mirrors than anything. Oh, really? Do you think that's going to sustain? They don't have a lot of young players who are getting better all the time. The Sixers don't either. The Sixers have three great players. Yeah, that are getting better all the time. Yeah, the who Flyers said they have, weren't. The Flyers do too, but they're just—they're not—they're not. You're they're, just a hockey fan. Exactly. I don't make any bones about it. But if you were—if you were up watching the USA women's hockey team, I wouldn't be. If you were, you wouldn't put that on. If you knew that game was going on and no. you were up anyway, no, then you're a disgrace to America, and you should be deported. I welcome I ICE. <laughs> I welcome ICE agents right here. And unlike the mayor of Oakland, I'm inviting any ICE agent this is here a great, tonight. A great story, by the way. Here tonight to come into my house. You won't have to break the doors down, and have Luigi present documentation. That he is somehow an American. Because I don't believe he's an American. I'll slap my nuts on the table. I I'm believe right here. he is actually not a U.S. citizen and therefore should be immediately deported. And I'm trying to think where we should. Not to Italy because that would be too nice for him. Yeah, I was going to say, send, should, send me somewhere nice. We should deport him to the Amazon jungle. I'll, you know what will happen? Outside of uh, You know where your luck will be? I'll find that damn gold city and <laughs> shove it right You wouldn't last ass. 10 seconds in the jungle. I, I won't make any bones about it. It's, it's too That's much humidity. That's why I want you dumped What there. up, Brazil? Exactly right, man. Why? Why? Because I don't watch hockey. Because you you didn't get you're not giving any love. I gave to the love. US I gave love to the curlers. Team. I watched curling. Yeah, the curlers were great. I, see, I, I I appreciate everybody who achieves greatness. I don't watch hockey, so I would never turn the game on, Tony. You can't hate me for that. Just yes, I, I can. Like okay, fine. I can hate you for whatever reason I want. I'm an American, and you're not. <laughs> That's the number one reason. Why did you even Yo, buy a you, Why did you even buy a Team USA hat? I got to get out of here. I think I'm going to lose it. <laughs> You're not going to lose guy, the, it. You are guy, going to lose. That guy who called Luigi last night and called him a greasy bad word. That was you, the best, man. Are you kidding yeah. me? I'm going I'm to invite him to call back again tonight. You're not going to have to because I'm going to his, we found his house. Oh, okay. I'm going out there. Are you really? Yeah, I'm going out there. What are you going to do? I'm going to drag him out by his neck and kick his ass. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Just for calling you a name, that's pretty pathetic. No, it's, he didn't call me a name. Yeah, but there's still no reason to beat somebody up. Why not? Because they're the ones that are pathetic. If you continue it, then you that's, are. That's all right. But you're going to fly all the way to California to beat <laughs> some guy up who called your name. Stupid. He's going to be on a date with his sister. It doesn't matter. It's got right. to happen. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's get to the business. Let's get down to the business. Right, Number we've already, one. We've already established that uh, Luigi is anti-American. Number two. Um, you know what we have on Thursday night at 7? We got Cantina Laredo te uh, tequila dinner action, yo. That's what we got, brother. <laughs> no. What do we have? Direction. We have hockey action, yo. We'll have it on at the bar there. It'll be on in the bar. Yeah, they got a couple screens in there. Absolutely. We got the screens on. We'll keep track of everything going on. You mean your what first place Carolina? Flyers who were written off after they lost 10 games in a row, who, whose coach was equally... Being ripped just like Bryant, just on like the uh, just like the Sixer coach uh, Brett, Brett Brown, Brown was. People were questioning him, and they were questioning yeah. Hackstall all year. And then all of a sudden, patience and watching young players develop mm -hmm. on both teams starting to pay off. But no, people want knee-jerk yep. trades. That trade deadline means you better go out there and get 15 players in did here. We, did we make a move? Did the Flyers make a move? No, not really. They made one minor move, but they didn't trade away prospects. Or, you know, their first player, their minor league team, which actually matters in hockey, which it doesn't 
in the NBA the with, the, with the stupid G League. Does it help the fact that they have a general manager for, for once in the first 20 years actually knows what he's doing? Well, of course it does. Okay, that does help a lot. That's bit, why right? they made that change. But anyway, the Phantoms are in first place and the Flyers are in first. Does that mean they're going to win a cup? No. Yep. Does it mean the Flyers are the uh, Sixers going to win an NBA championship? No. no. It means there's progress. It means you're seeing young players develop and get better. Except for the Sixers now who want LeBron to come in here and, and finish the deal. Well, that's hey, the Sixers had to have Moses come in and finish the deal, too. I have no problem with that. As someone who lived and saw Pete Rose come here to help the Phillies win in 1980 and saw Moses Malone come here to do join Dr. J and a really good cast of characters on the 76ers the last time. Andrew Tony, Maurice Cheeks, exactly. Mark Averroni, Clemson Johnson, Mark McLemaris, and Franklin Edwards. Exactly. Well, that wasn't the 83 team, was it? No. You're talking about the yes, best, best six-man. Who was the best six-man? Bobby Jones. All? Bobby Jones was on that team. Did Bobby you, Jones, yo. Did you mention Bobby no, Jones? No, he did not. No, he did not. I was going to. Okay, you can't get to Bobby Jones after you're mentioning Franklin Mills. Whatever his name is, Franklin Mills. Oh, oh boy. He doesn't Franklin exist anymore. Philadelphia Mills now. I know. <laughs> what happened to Ben Franklin? I thought... Oh, uh, I forgot. Yes. Clint Richardson's, yo. Clint Richardson, yo. Wasn't he playing for the Miami Heat last mm -hmm. night? I think no, he's back. That was Quentin Richardson, no, no. former L.A. Clippers <laughs> two-guard. Quentin Richardson. He was close, though, Tony. I was close. I, I know, I know. That was close. It's ridiculous. By the way, I'm... University of Seattle... Product. I'm going to rip that. I'm going to rip the new NBA commissioner, not because he looks like Nosferatu, as our buddy Joe Corrado pointed what up, out. Silver, <laughs> Adam Silver, today did something that was the most lame thing. Well, he didn't do it today. He did it last week after he fined the Dallas Mavericks when their owner Mark Cuban publicly stated on a podcast Six, that his team was going <laughs> Yeah, he fined him six hundred thousand dollars. And as we pointed out on last week's podcast, <laughs> Louise. That is the equivalent of finding a person who makes $50,000 a year, $28. That was the equivalent of that fine. Drop in a bucket. Drop in a bucket. So you know what he did? He sent out a memo. According to USA Today, I'm not making this up. The commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, said in the email, the memo that he sent out to all 30 teams in the NBA, this is his quote, tanking has no place in our game. Tanking has no place Tank in our game. Tanking is the name of the game. What are you talking about? I can't believe all the Sixer process guys aren't marching on his office. I know. I was like, are you crazy, Commissioner? <laughs> Tanking's all that matters. The we, we, have a, we have a banner for Sam Hinkie. What do you mean, tanking? The lottery was built on tanking. What are you talking Your entire draft process. We, built, we didn't build a city on rock, rock and roll. We built this league on tanking. We built the city on sucking ass. That's what we built, all right? That's what we did. Jesus, man. Dude, the NBA symbol should be like a Sherman a tiger. It is. And you know who I follow on Twitter? Because he's the best follow. Because there's a lot of NBA, great NBA sources. Well, who do you and got? about 600 NBA podcasts in Philadelphia alone. Tankathon. That's just on Wednesday night. Tankathon.com. You following him? No, I'm not. There's a site. It's been around for a couple years. Tankathon.com. He does the work. So I don't have to. In other words, he keeps track of the tanking teams in the NBA and uh, talks about who's in. And I, I got my solution. And my buddy Dave Smith out in L.A. tweeted this earlier, and it's a brilliant idea. You know how you stop mm -hmm. tanking? Because they're going to they announce it in 2019, next, year, next year's draft, to try to curtail the massive fraud that's going on throughout the entire NBA now that the, the, the number of ping pong balls 
will not be given as easily as they are now. Did you see that, Luigi, in 2019, what they're going to do? What are they going to do? In 2019, let me find it so I can be perfectly accurate. Starting in the 2019 draft, the three teams with the worst records will share a 14% chance of getting the number one pick. So now it was the top three teams had the best chance. Yeah, you have like a 34% chance. Yeah. Now to try to discourage tanking, the top three teams only get a 14% chance. You know what they should do? Everybody in the league, including the NBA champions, should all get one ping pong ball. You want to make what? this dramatic? You want to make yeah. the end? You want to stop tanking? Every team in the NBA, yeah. every team, I like it, should get the same number of ping pong. So it's a legit so, lottery. Yes, of a one in thirty chance of, like of getting five first. years ago. That thirty they should balls all in the hopper. Thirty but, balls in the hopper. But the only thing that sucks there, though, is is that if you are legitimately playing and not trying to tank. Because it doesn't doing, matter. Who's doing that? Well, because if, there, if you take the tank out of it, if you park the tank, because there's no reason to tank anymore because everyone's just getting uh -huh. one ball, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. How are teams that are just honestly just bad, just bad the way they teams do in all other sports. ever going to get any better? The way they do in all other sports. Yeah, you just... Bring in good management. Exactly. Make good draft no, picks. No, it's not that easy. Because yes, the Cleveland Browns have proven yeah. that for the last 30 years. But no, the not Cleveland Browns have been inept. You're right. But the, but the NBA, the NBA, there's only, you only need literally eight good players on each team. Right? Yes. That's 240 Actually, players. technically, you only need about three good but players. But I'm saying you need eight players because you have to have a bench to win a title. Yeah, you need a few guys. Okay. So players 9 through 13 or 12 don't mean squat. Okay, could you do something as far as like... Wait, can I... I, get... like, I like your idea. I'm just saying because the, the only problem is, though, is that if your team is bad, if you just have... Like, if, if you just... You know, you, you had the same draft. Let's bench this just for a second. Jose is on hold, and while we have him on hold, we have this really bad... Uh, hum. Okay. Uh, so we'll let's start singing then. Jose, we're going to finish your phone call so that we don't have right, the yeah, static we'll in the, the background. Tank like, yeah, I, have, I, have, I have an honest question about that, about just maybe trying to help some of the teams that are legitimately Everything trying to I win, but are not on. good. I, every, every question that I ask is an honest question on the show. But I said five years ago that we need to get rid of the, the stupid lottery, and everybody just has one chance, one ping pong ball. I don't win the lottery, so why should the bad teams win lotteries? I go and play the lottery. Why don't I win? All right, Jose. Jose, will you think, do you like my idea of every team gets the same number of ping pong balls? Absolutely. That'll end it yes. immediately. 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 So make me the NBA commissioner. Sam Hinkie, give me the money that you've stolen from the uh, investment capitalist, venture capitalist who run the 76ers. Everybody wants answers. What up, Josh Harris? You're damn right. Everybody, all these trusters, <laughs> all these trusters scream at me, what's your solution, Tony? You don't have any answers. I just gave you the answer. Everybody gets one ping pong ball, and then we televise it live, the drawing. We don't go in a back room and have some stunat in the NBA office while all of these other guys sit in the let's make a uh, Hollywood <laughs> Square set. And what up, sets. Heather Cox? What are you doing back there? <laughs> Robin, you all right now? Robin, you okay? Just had a sinus headache? Yeah. Not a brain freeze. No, she hasn't like had a sinus called, headache. Uh, she hasn't had a Rita's water ice yet because they're almost open, though. Rita's. Yeah, but they are always I open. Oh, um. I did my first. Uh, okay, you met your Rita. She pops right back uh, up, right on cue. All right, go ahead, Jose. I'm sorry. Number four. Um, I got major news announcements, yo. Oh, breaking news? That's what this show lives for. Yep. Let's go to our major news desk and a man with breaking news at this hour. And Mr. Jose from Narstown, Pennsylvania, yo. Dateline. 
Monday morning at 6.45 a.m. Oh, well, this isn't even breaking. Wait a minute. No. International wait, wait, wait. Airport. Uh, Jose's getting on a plane? I'll be going. Yes. Where I'm you... going on the plane. Where are you going? I'm heading to what up, Clearwater, Florida, for oh, four days. Oh, ladies and four gentlemen. Nights. He will become our official spring training correspondent, much like the late, great Carlos in San Francisco became our boxing correspondent. Jose can now say he's an accredited member. We will get him a credential as an accredited member of the Tony Bruno Show. Sort of like Jimmy Kimmel has the uh, Hispanic guy who goes out as his correspondent. Uh huh. What's the dude's name? He's I been don't... on there forever. He's hilarious. We could have Armando. No, not Armando. Everybody knows who I'm talking about, and I apologize for not knowing his name or remembering it. You could be our official Into the Night Tony Bruno Show slash podcast because, like, they credential anybody anymore in sports. I mean, you can have your own blog, your own podcast, and who knows more about baseball or any other sports when you talk about nuts and bolts than Jose. Luigi, who knows more? Who's more of a walking encyclopedia? No, no of one. Sports? No one. No one. No one. Seriously, no one. We're not just saying that because we're kissing his ass because he comes on the show. This guy spits knowledge on every show he goes on, on the national level, on the international level. This man knows his sports better than 90% of the talk show hosts. He's got more game than EA, bro. You're damn right. Seriously. You're damn right. Jose is going to Clearwater, Florida. Make sure, you know what, we're going to, mm -hmm. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to set you up with a free breakfast at Lenny's Restaurant in Clearwater. Lenny's? Rob, I took Rob into Lenny's. Oh, yeah. They have good, uh, they have great everything. Cream toast. A cream chip, that beef, whatever you want. Shit on a shingle or something like that? Yeah. yeah no, but it's, we call it cream chip. It was a military thing, which they still call it. How about if I do that? You tell me when you're going to be there. I will call Lenny, the owner. Well, he's not Lenny anymore. I will call the owners who I know, and I will say, I want Jose soup to nuts which is pretty hard to do at breakfast because I don't think they have soup for breakfast or nuts. And I will make sure that, Louis, that Jose gets a free breakfast. How about that, Robin? I love it. You tell me which day you're going to be down. Well, you said you're going to leave Monday morning, right? Yeah, I'm leaving from Philadelphia International Airport and route to Clearwater. You won't be there in time for breakfast. So, so Tuesday morning, how about this? Tuesday morning. Day one. Day one of your full first day. number day, one. I will call Lenny's. And I will get you a free breakfast because you will be an official correspondent to this podcast. That's the least I can do. And as you know on the mm -hmm. show, we always do the least. That's right. How's that, mm -hmm. Jose? How about that? That would be awesome. Speaking of how about that. <laughs> I can't even get to No, it. I probably mm -hmm. shouldn't play that. Like my ass. <laughs> how about Other than that, I got... I got to ask Miss Robin a question. Uh, Miss Robin's yeah. head is about to explode, and I when know, it does, when Miss Robin's head explodes live on the show, like the scene from the movie Scanners, or the end of... Uh, what's, uh -oh. your, what's your question, Jose? I'm sorry. Uh, how's the Miss Robin finger doing these days, since, the, since I saw it on Twitter? My finger. What was... You got you her. your finger to try to hold up a Wawa 7-Eleven? Oh, no, that was some other dude. Did my you see nails? that? She lost one of yeah, her fake nails. Yeah, you got hurt, yo. No, I mean, I got... Oh, you mean like when I got... I don't remember when that was. What in God's yeah. holy name are you blathering about? <laughs> I think whatever... The other, it, is, it was the other... 
Well, the other day I showed I showed my big... nails. My nails. I got. I had my nails. That's dipped. what I meant. Oh, it didn't oh, get yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah. She oh. didn't break any fingernails off. I didn't break didn't, any fingernails. She didn't have any shards of bamboo stuck underneath. No, her no, no. I got my nails did, as they say here in South Philly. And you know the best way to get your nails did in South Philly is to do them yourself. Damn yep. right. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Yeah, I did. I did them myself. I got mm-hmm. my nails did myself. Damn right. I have like little bows on them. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful man. Beautiful. What up, bows? Well, Jose, meanwhile, meanwhile, good, I'm, I'm so okay, happy Jose, for you, we, man. Okay, Jose, we have tons of I know, phone calls. And I have we have so get, much other stuff going on. we got to give away a dinner. To, we got, yeah, we got we so much calling to do. We love you. There he is. Let's give him a roaring mm-hmm. round of applause. A man who will be leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when he'll be back again. Obey. I hate to see you go. For all you uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary freaks from back in the day. Robin, seriously, you okay? We can... Uh, I don't know how we can do the show without you because Robin is, she's the glue. I don't know what just and happened. We're on glue. He's got a really bad headache. I yeah, know it. it's right behind my right eye, and it feels like it's going to just pop. <laughs> All right, well, go take some ibuprofen or something. Seriously. I just did. Did you take some uh, super strength, uh, double, triple uh, strength, yes. Excedrin? Beautiful. By the way, I just got on Twitter, John Wharton, I believe, who went to the Wharton School at Penn. Who the fuck is that guy? Well, he's saying, who is this? By the way, I Trust need, the process. I need to thank Ed Nasta. He is doing a fantastic job of reminding everybody on Facebook to share every yes. 15 minutes. Share the show. And he just wrote, time to share again. Well, share and share alike. You know what another, you know another good way of sharing information is? What? It's by using a billboard. Yes. And we have Asher from uh, Power Home Remodeling on. From oh, Power? Yes. Oh, was he on the line? Yes. How come, how come Jack in the back didn't tell me Asher was on? Because Jack doesn't, he doesn't understand those kind of things. How is he That's why I segue these things, Tony. That's, a good, that's why you have your own podcast. That's why I have my own podcast. That's why Jack does not have his own podcast yet. But he will in a couple of weeks. It'll just be the laughing cast. That's what it's all going to be. The, C, the co-CEO of the company that you've heard about, you see it on the billboard down in the lower right-hand corner in Cleveland, just right down the street from Quicken Loans Arena. The big story everywhere Three billboards asking, almost begging LeBron James to come to the Philadelphia 76ers as he has a chance to exercise his, op- his option to get out, and the Sixers could sign him as a free agent. And, of course, uh, we mentioned Power. Power's been around for a while. And the CEO, he's the co-CEO, Asher Raphael, joins us right now on the show. Uh, Asher, thanks for coming on to help explain this for people who don't know what's going on around the world, but I don't know how anybody doesn't know this. This has gotten probably more publicity than people getting Nick Foles tattooed on their asses. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. So tell us about this, because Power, Power is a home remodeling company, but it's beyond that now, because I know you guys have been around, but you're doing a lot of other things in the community. So where did this whole idea to get First of all, how hard is it to get three consecutive billboards in another city? I mean, was that a hard process to start, speaking of process? I mean, hard. It, it's relative. You know, finding three that you could really, that was, that was going to be able to do what we wanted to do wasn't easy. So, like, you know, we, had, we found a couple different options where there was two on one side of the highway and on the other. Um, you know, we found a couple different options where there was one that was closer to the stadium or two. Um, but, you know, we found what, it, you know, ended up being kind of the perfect situation for us. And luckily for us, the company that owns them is a national company. So it's not like a local Cleveland company, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, I, I, you know, they probably would have 
had some trouble getting some other advertisers afterwards, and we were really above board with what it is that we were trying to do because I'm not in, the, not in the business of putting anybody else out of business. Um, but it ended up, all the stars ended up aligning in a relatively short amount of time. It took about two weeks from the time we first contacted them until the things, you know, until the, the art started getting printed, and then it went right up. All right, so there's three billboards, and for people who haven't seen them, one of them has an actual diagram of the five Sixer players on the floor, and the one player with a crown on it is number 23, LeBron James, and the other players are obviously current Sixers. And the other one, and explain the other two, because I don't, I don't have them in front of me, but the one with LeBron in the Sixers starting rotation on the floor is, dro- is, is drawn as a diagram of the starting five. And LeBron, I believe, in the upper right-hand corner uh, with number 23 in the Sixers uh, jersey and a crown. Not his face, just his number. Who, who thought up these That's things, right. and what was the, uh, the, the actual thinking behind it, and, and what did you choose as the three subjects of these billboards? So a couple things. One is we, is we wanted it to be creative, and, and all this was done internally. So we, the company, we, we built like a, a mini agency within the business, like a creative agency. And I gave them the task on top of all their other work of, you know, can you put something together that has the potential that we thought of getting some national attention um, that was going to be of, of really high quality and, and interesting and still beautiful. And <clears throat> they came together and, and, and put together about six different six different ideas and one was better than the next and what ended up winning was you know the, the winning concept was the first billboard basically has lebron taking jj's spot and and we decided to keep you know the other starters as is and we thought at least internally within philadelphia that there would be interesting for people to have some dialogue about it. if lebron did come who should be starting and what would that lineup actually look like and there's a lot of dialogue back and forth that's gone on within philadelphia about that and then <clears throat> the next billboard, when you drove past, says uh, complete the process. And nationally and within Philadelphia, there's some dialogue about that as well. And, you know, our, our feeling, and this is, when I say our, I mean, this is being a couple of buddies that, that, that I work with talking about this after dinner one night, which is that this was really the idea of the process was, you know, starting with, uh, you know, some young legs and some, you know, some young guys that could build a foundation, but also create the cap space to then bring in one or two veteran players that could fill out the team. And that that this is an anti-process, that this is completing the idea of what the process was supposed to be. And then the third billboard basically says, you know, hashtag Philly wants LeBron. And the idea of that, which which was what the real goal of the of the entire uh, message is that why is it that Philadelphia is at the bottom of the list when people are talking about the four or five teams that have the cap space for LeBron? You know, the, Philadelphia, the, the Sixers would be the best team that LeBron could go to. Like, you know, they, could, they would be the best, in, my, you know, in, in our humble opinion, they would be the best team in the East the day that he showed up. And the reason that they're the last one spoken about is because for some reason that's just how people put Philadelphia, and that doesn't make sense. And we thought, is there anything that we could do to change that conversation? And, and it, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that, that I, I think that the conversation has, has been, we're having a different conversation because of it. So because of that, it's a, it's a success, and our people are really excited about it. So it's been a, it's been a crazy 48 hours. No, it's brilliant because That's you're true. absolutely right. It's now national talking point stuff. I mean, every talk show, every heads in boxes yelling at each other's show on an American. That's about 100,000 of them. And it's not just Philly sports talk radio. It's a national story, and it's brilliant. 
It's absolutely brilliant because it has. And then uh, Allah Abdul Nabi, who, do, who does the Sixers TV broadcast, of course, with the great Mark Zumoff, mm-hmm. I was watching him last night on the postgame show after the Sixers lost that tough one in Miami, and he said that he has really good sources, and we heard some whispers of this, but that LeBron James on the weekend of the NBA All-Star Game, which, by the way, was in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. not in Philadelphia, was in the area, in the Malvern area of the main line, supposedly looking at elementary schools, K through 12, uh, in that area. And, and again, does that mean he's coming here? But, and LeBron has a home in L.A., and he's got a home in Cleveland, so it's not like he couldn't buy another place here with all the money he has. But that's the kind of interesting stuff that is more than just you know, people making stuff up and throwing it against the wall. I mean, this is, there's, this is, there's, there's some legitimacy to this. Now, what, what you guys do at Power by doing this, you're not, you're not in a situation where you're, you, know, you can't be, get in trouble for like, a, like what, what Mark Cuban did for saying that he was tanking. You can't be held responsible for beating the drum for, for a city or a franchise to land a player, can you? I don't think so. I mean, no. And, and, and we had illegal, we did it. Um, so I know that the answer is no. But, you know, and the thing is, you know, as a business, a big part of what we talk about. So, you know, we're, we're headquartered in Philadelphia, but we're in 13 other markets. And a big part of, of, the, um, of the foundation of the business is talking about our community. And we're, our hometown is Philadelphia. And, and that, was the, that was the impetus of this whole thing is, is what can we do, you know, for Philadelphia? And that was, we didn't want to be any part of this. Like, I, I never expected to be calling into this show because initially our name, the, the local the business, none of this was supposed to be part of it. <clears throat> At the last minute, literally 24 hours before these things were going to print, they said, we're not printing these if your name and logo aren't on them because we're now classifying this as a political ad. But originally, this was really just supposed to be about Philadelphia. And, um, you, know, what, you know, what I would say is, you know, to, to the, the concept of is this legitimate or not, this, this, would not have, this wouldn't have gotten any traction if the concept wasn't real, meaning that this is the right place for him. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, this isn't some Homer thing. If this, if this, was, just, if this was some publicity thing, no reason why he would come here. No one would be talking about it. But the reality is, this is the, you know, this city would allow him to achieve what I think his real goal is, which is to not go down as one of the best players of all time, but to go down as the best player of all time. And I think coming here, he has a legitimate chance of winning three to four more championships. And who shouldn't want to play here? I think everybody that watched this last parade saw that this is, you know, the, the way that people, the way that people talk and think about Philadelphia is outdated. This is an amazing town. And it's the best sports town that there is. And, and if I was the best athlete in the world, this is where I would want to play. No, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's brilliant, uh, Asher. And I think it's a tremendous thing. Because I, I obviously know that the, you, you're not beholden. You're, you're not, uh, the NBA rules and regulations don't envir- don't, uh, can't penalize a private company from doing whatever they want. But, for example, you have Joel Embiid out you know, trying to recruit guys from other teams. He didn't get in trouble for it, but he was talking about the Greek freak and he should come here. There's some rules against doing that, right. and, and teams like the Lakers have been penalized uh, for, for openly coveting somebody else's player. But what you're doing is brilliant. So last thing from me, and then I know Luigi has a question, is what is the reaction in Cleveland? Because obviously their fans there want him to stay. He, he was there, he left, he came back, and now he may leave again. Have you gotten any reaction from the city of Cleveland, or have people called your company and said, what the hell are you guys doing messing around in our pissed city? pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got... So first I've got to say this. 
you know, um, overall, I was expecting a lot worse. We've gotten some, we've gotten some hate, you know, some, some hate falls for sure. And, but, but by and large, it's been in really good, it's, it's been in good spirits and there's been some creative back and forth that have gone on. I actually called into, you know, not, not just randomly, like a, a couple sports talk shows um, from Cleveland asked me to call in and I knew what I was getting into, but it was like, hey, listen, if you're going to take out billboards in somebody else's city about this, like you better be man enough to face the music. Um, and it, it was, you know, uh, compared to what would, what, be go, what would be going on in Philadelphia, it was real kid glove stuff. I did get called, uh, what did I, call? I got uh, Don, uh, Don Trump Jr. That one hurt a little bit. Donald Trump um, Jr. called you? Really cool. No, he got called that. Oh, you got yeah, called. Oh, I thought oh, you got, got a call from Donald got, Trump Jr. Were you called a greasy Italian N-word? <laughs> That's what I was called last night on my show. <laughs> right. How could you get called yeah, Donald Trump Jr.? You know, it makes no it's, sense. It's been pretty positive. Um, but, you know, it's funny. It's like what, one of the sports talk shows that, that I ended up seeing, they said, what would happen if we took out, if, if, if Carson, Carson Wentz was, was a free agent and, and another city took out you know, three billboards saying to go play for them, what would happen? And it was a, a legitimate question. I said that, you know, unfortunately, those things would probably be on fire. Um, so we haven't seen that. But also, is they, and this was a good question. They said, uh, you know, when Jordan, you know, when Jordan was playing, nobody went after him. And when Magic was playing, nobody went after him. Why can't LeBron just be left alone? Why does this have to be such a distraction? And it's a good question, but the reality is, is like Philly didn't create this, and 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 I didn't create this, and Power didn't create this. It's a different it's a different era, and and athletes don't stay with one team forever. And and my big thing is more than anything is if if he stayed in Cleveland, Cleveland's a great a great city, and I was so glad he went back there and, and won them a championship. But if he does leave, don't go to L.A. You know, like L.A. doesn't need it, and they're not going to have a statue of him outside their coliseum. You know. I think him coming to a place where he can solidify himself as one of, if not the best, you know, player in NBA history, get himself some championships. It, the, the, this is a much better sports town. It's better for the NBA, and he could be a movie star no matter where he goes. This is the right place to go, and that's really what I was trying. He can be in every Creed movie ever made. He could be in every M Night movie, right. every Creed movie, every Kevin Hart movie, every. Uh... <laughs> Who's the other? Well, look, some of the other great actors. M. Night Shyamalan. I just mentioned M. Night. <laughs> the dude that uh, hey, he was on the Midnight Meat hey, Train. Oh, Bradley, Brad, Brad Coop, Bradley Cooper But movie. not all of those are shot here. The other no, I ones, know that. Like the M. Night Shyamalan Bradley movies, Cooper's they're from all here. here. He will shoot LeBron James movies right here in Philadelphia I on can, the Rocky Steps. I can assure LeBron he will never pay for admission into the Philadelphia <laughs> Museum of Art. I can guarantee you that. I agree. Listen, I, and, and I think, listen, he... I think I think he won the country over when he went to Cleveland, when he went back to Cleveland, this small town, right? And who nobody wants to root for him in in in, in purple and gold. And and if he comes to Philadelphia and, and they win a couple championships, not to mention this is a team, whether you're from Philadelphia or you're not from Philadelphia, it is really hard to not love the Sixers team. Yeah. And you know I think this is the way that he goes down in history. And I think I just think I think it's a win-win. I think it's the right move for him. I think it's the right move for the Sixers. And if, if we could help elevate that conversation in any way, then the investment was well worth it. Well, in all fairness, though, it wasn't like LeBron went back to Cleveland to go back to Delonte West and Richard Jefferson. He kind of went back to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. So 
He wasn't just going back to Cleveland to go back to Cleveland. You know yeah, it's I mean? his like, hometown. That's yeah, where he grounded. Yeah, but he wasn't him. going back. He, now he, he can't wait to get the hell out of town because of the, the, the team around him. When he went back to Cleveland, it's because the pieces were in place. When he, if at the end of this year, if he were to opt out, which he should opt out, Ashers, this is the ideal landing spot for a potential free agent like LeBron, who's all about winning championships, can take any team to the to the well, uh, not to any the team, but they have to have the right piece. And you're absolutely. And here's here's the bottom line. And I'm again, I'm not a hypocrite. When Moses Malone came here, yep. I was all for it. It was a different NBA back then also. But when Moses came here, we right. knew he was, the, he was the, 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 the last piece. Pete Rose in 80. I, mean, I, I was here for all this stuff because I have the advantage of being older. Nobody said, oh, we don't want Pete Rose. I mean, the Phillies may win a World Series. Tony Graziani for the soul. Exactly right. <laughs> so the bottom line is, and again, for people who are <laughs> questioning whether LeBron comes here or not, remember, he's the guy who started this when they did the whole... They hold the whole decision TV show. Right. When they did the whole coming down in the smoke and the fog, you know, with, with uh, Dwayne Wade and, and what's his face? Chris Bosh. And Chris Bosh. He's the one who made this a big deal right. when he left. Because he had the right. And again, he had every right to do that. But he made it because he got talked into it as he was a younger player to make a big deal out of it because everybody wanted to know where he was going to go. So you can't be in Cleveland and say, how dare Philadelphia uh, have people wanting him there, but you know why should he leave Cleveland now? Why why should he go to Philadelphia? He has the right to do it. That's his legal right. He can opt out of a contract. So he's not doing anything illegal. He's not doing anything surreptitiously. He's got a decision to make, and that's his legal right. So I don't understand anybody being upset, even if he doesn't pick Philadelphia, or if he stays in Cleveland. That's his right. choice. I I agree. And listen, <clears throat> he. Um, he he went back. He, he went back, and he did what he needed to do. You know what I mean? Like, like that's it. And he needs to think of him. Like, uh, the, the reality is, is that he is. He will always belong to that city. Absolutely right. And 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 what I said on this show is is what is honestly what is best for that city and what is best for him. Let him go somewhere else. If he comes to Philadelphia and he wins three championships. He will always be their product, mm-hmm. and and what it like, and that's and that's what it should be about at this point. He 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 did the right thing. He did right by his hometown, and now he needs to think about himself and his legacy. And of the options, Philadelphia is the best one. This is where he can win early and consistently. And why is Philadelphia the last one spoken about? It's because it's it is this city that is smashed between New York. And DC, and you know, this is I don't. Mean and nobody to, wants to go to DC, not even like, except politicians, because they have to. Nobody wants to go to DC. <laughs> well, the the, the, uh, the wizards are good, but we've but we've tried uh, but this. I was going to say, I mean, we obviously were trying this, this billboard technique with uh, with LeBron, and I was going to say, Asher, if this works, you think we could throw up a few up in Anaheim for Trout? If this works, yes, I think we should. Because we tried the whole giving them the football things at nauseum. Maybe we could throw a few billboards. Maybe that the same exact thing you That's just get same pitch you just gave about LeBron. If you could put that on a billboard for Mike Trout, it might entice him to come home. And by the way, to correct something, not correct, but to, to, to give a different viewpoint from one of our good friends out in L.A. Barbecue Beef Balboa. Okay. He points out that you said they won't build a statue to LeBron. 
They built statues for everybody That's in LA. That's true. I mean, Shaq's got a statue, and he was the Orlando Magic pick. Ice Cube's got a statue. Ice Cube's got a statue. I almost got, I got close to a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. No. For being there 11 years. <laughs> Are you I serious? just couldn't come up with the 30 grand that they want to put a star on there for you. They want 30 grand to put a star yeah, for that's, you? Yeah, you know how you get on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yep, you pay, pay for it. $30,000. There's people that sit on there with just, they collect money for free every day. Exactly. The homeless people out there. So they would put a, they would put a statue up to LeBron. They, Kobe has like six numbers retired at the uh, Staples Center. No, no, does. <laughs> does. <laughs> well, if you, hey, let me ask you guys one question. What, how, how, what happened tomorrow night? How do, the, how do you guys think the Cavs respond to how LeBron responded yesterday about Philadelphia? Because people that I've been speaking to, like, like you know, my, my phone's been ringing off the hook, and they're saying, you know, did LeBron do the right thing by saying that, they, that, he, was, that he was flattered by this? You know, was that the right thing to do because it's the truth and that's what he should be? Or was it the wrong thing to do by his teammates in them saying, hey, wait a minute, the right response should have been, hey, I played for Cleveland and I'm not talking about any of that right now. Well, he's LeBron. He can do whatever he wants. He's the best player in basketball. You know, it's like telling somebody, <laughs> I don't want to hear your opinion or stick to sports or I'm a, I'm a celebrity, so you have to listen to my opinion. You know, it's, it's his opinion. Why, why, is, why is he not allowed to say it's flattering that somebody's throwing rose petals at my feet? Everybody with an ego, especially if you're one of the greatest to ever do what you did, loves to have rose petals thrown at them. But, Asher, there is a difference between him saying... Uh, this is Miss Robin, by the way. Him saying, um, I'm flattered versus, you know, I, I'll consider it. <laughs> yeah, he just you know, said he was flattered. He, he said he was flattered, which is a polite thing to say. But the one thing about the, about the Cavs, that you're, the question that still remains is that that team itself is just in turmoil. That locker room is, is, is just all over the place. Well, he already, he already helped get rid of the other four guys. That's what I mean. Is that not... I, don't think, I don't think anyone's looking to LeBron as like, you know, this is the brother who's going to be staying. I think he's leaving no matter what. And I don't think that, that that team's going anywhere anyway in the East. I think they're going to fall apart. To be, to, so it doesn't really matter. And let's be honest. The NBA needs LeBron James to stay in the East. Yes. Or else they really will have to go to the format of just yeah. having the top yeah. Seeds. Forget about conferences anymore. Forget about tanking. Nobody in the West gets ping pong balls at all. <laughs> and it would be they would have to actually do a one through sixteen format because the Eastern Conference would be so right. destroyed that they couldn't. You can't have a team in first place in the Eastern Conference that has a worse record than a fourth place team in the West who doesn't make the playoffs. They have to force Kevin Durant to come to the East. Exactly right. Seriously, no, that's what we're that far, but it's close enough. Hey Asher, great stuff, man. And I, I want to give a shout out to you and the people at Power. And uh, everybody is doing this because this is what America is all about. You're not going into somebody's house and, and handcuffing them and putting a, a bag over their head and leading them out in the darkness. You're, you're not doing what Art Modell did to the people in Baltimore when he had moving vans come in in, in the darkness and take the Browns right. I mean, in the Colts out and move them to Indianapolis. This is actual legal stuff. Remember that? People forget owners like... He took like Bill Belichick out of town. He took five Super Bowls out of town. <laughs> and here's the other thing. LeBron, if LeBron moron. were to come here, that is an actually legitimate way of making a team better rather than tanking. Exactly right. I can't well, the wait. tank has stopped. Right. Except in 99% uh, well, of the rest of the NBA. I can't wait to see what LeBron's favorite cheesesteak place is. I know. We'll have cover it weekly. You know how many talk <laughs> shows will have all these topics like, where's LeBron's Everyone. favorite cheesesteak? Uh, if he's going to get hair plugs, which doctor should he go right. to? Well, Dr. Paul Glad, of course. <laughs> Dr. Glad, of course. Uh, you know, uh, just name it. What's his favorite well, Italian so much, restaurant? I, I but is he, is he really a Philly guy, though? <laughs> is he really Philly enough for us? 
You're right. That'll be a topic of at least the week. Hey, you know what? I'll shows. tell you what. His response yesterday was like was a really good first step to be in his Philly as, as we want, and, and I think him bringing, I think him bringing another parade would make him Philly real quick. Exactly. So thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Asher, thank you. Asher Raphael. Is it Raphael? Right, your last name. Rayfield, but I don't correct people. Oh, Ray, no, no, correct no, me. No, correct. Because it could be it's spelled so that it could be <laughs> Rayfield or Raphael. No, yeah, no relation to Sally Jesse, Rayfield, though, right? I, I answer to whatever. No, no, I want to make sure I get it right because I've right, never okay. heard your name pronounced, but I, it's spelled R-A-P-H-A-E-L. And so you could say That's me. Rayfield, Raphael, or Raphael. Yeah. If you had an O on it, you could be a Teenage right. Mutant Ninja Turtle, right? Yes, Was correct. Was it Raphael? No, just Raphael. <laughs> no, but he had an O at the end of it. I Beautiful. Asher, thank you so much, and thanks to Power for giving us the power right. to go out and affect change in Absolutely. Cleveland and in America. Make it a All better, right, stronger country. Thanks so much. Give thank you. Give him a roaring round of applause. Right, Good stuff right there. And that's the advantage of doing a podcast, see? You can get stuff like that happen. Not just that. No, you can do like 25 minutes with a guy and not say after five minutes, hey, yo, sorry, we got to cut you off. I got to take another call here from a guy who wants to know whether Nick Foles should be traded for 72 first round picks. That was great. And it's such a fantastic. Yeah, he was great. And it's a fantastic. I mean, talk about brilliant ad campaign that is legitimately thought provoking as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bridge because the, the kind of, and again, I don't think they're doing it just to market their product, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help. The last, doesn't ad, hurt. the last ad campaign, the great ad campaign that was thought provocative was this. What do we get for $10? <laughs> that, exactly was the right. last, that was the last one. I think it was that. Dilly Dilly and free beer if you win a Super Bowl. God, Dilly Dilly this. There are some really, there, there Where's are... Where's the beef was a good one, too. Certain ad Where's companies that are just freaking brilliant, that just constantly are coming up with brilliant we beer things. Meats. We have the meats by Ooh. Arby's. What? Arby's is the one that has the weird fish commercial now, right? Yeah, they have fish sandwiches, but they have like <laughs> all like of these. This jingle. I'm sure a lot of people are taking offense to the jingle. <laughs> what? What is it? It's it, you have to see it. It's, it's hilarious. Like a, it's like some weird song. Like we are the world type thing. What? At the beginning. You're thinking it's a legitimate uh, uh, public service announcement for some cause. <laughs> and, then and then it's an Arby's fish sandwich. Yeah, it's yes. about to, Well, Len's coming around. I mean, well, well it's here. It's coming around. It's here. I, you like, know what? I, I'm, I've been hard. Purim, Purim, Purim is here, too. I always mess up the pronunciation of Purim. Purim, yeah. P-U-R-I-M, which is part of the... Uh, As in Purim, another glass of... Purim, another, another one of those cab. beautiful red cabs right there. What are we drinking tonight? We're drinking uh, Big Dark Red. Nice. I think that's Andy Reid's former nickname when he was winning, no, actually. Dark Horse. And not gutting his entire team. We're Big drinking. Red. We're drinking Okay, dark don't worry horse. about it. Enjoy the win, At least man. Andy Reid won himself a cur- curling championship, yeah, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you see the one meme that went out there? The one guy, t- I think Darren Ravel from ESPN retweeted. Someone put out there for a meme. It's a picture of the guys. It goes, the, 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 the United States men's curling team that won the gold looks like four, pe- four guys who, who just ditched their families for the weekends and just ended up just in the Olympics exactly. somehow. That's all it was. The and other question did. that I had when they won the gold, because I was watching it, is what are guys who win a curl? Where do the guys who just won a curling gold medal go? To a shuffleboard bar? I don't know. Where they go? Shoot some darts. Shoot some darts. There's a new axe throwing bar here in Philly. Did you see that? How do you wind down after curling? I don't I know. know. What do you do? We need to go that because I need to see if I still have it. Axe throw. There's an axe throwing bar. That's big now. Now I, w- I was gonna- until somebody gets their uh, an axe right in the middle of their head and they call for a national uh, axe ban. Well, my buddy Mike got married. I was when I was his best man. We were gonna do some axe throwing. It was one of the suggestions to do during the day for like a little before we went out at night. Right. And. You needed like a reservation to do this, and we didn't know that far. We ended up going to the track and, instead, but um, which worked out really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> worked, 
banging 701 all day, 200 oh, clean, Tony. Boom. Um, but we wanted to do it. Apparently, the axe throwing's like really starting to pick up. We should have did it when we were in Minnesota. They had it out there. There was yeah, a lot of things we should have done. We know we did work 24 yeah, hours did. a day. It's an outrage. But I, would like to, I would like to see if I still have the natural talent for axe throwing. Have you, have you thrown an axe before? Robin is a, I'm a champion. champion axe You're thrower. a champion axe thrower. An accidental champion. Goodness gracious. Accidental. Yes. Robin's told this story. What was his name? <laughs> what was his name, I've Robin? I've told this story like a million Robin's times. Robin's told this story more than Burt Kreischer has told the story about being the well, machine. Uh, no, I, oh, I, yeah, I don't I, believe it. Yes, she <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> what do you got in your hand? I got what do you a, got in your hand, Tony? I tweeted Bruno. this earlier. I took a picture of it. Oh, Jesus. You know, it's always good to be in a, in a, in a you, you get priority status, like uh -oh. when you go on an airplane. I feel a rant coming on. No, it's not a rant. It's something I'm proud of. Usually you're not proud of being a scofflaw or a criminal. Oh, God, But Tony, nowadays got, in America, because now I'm getting street cred. Because, you, ladies and gentlemen, it's now official. What? The city of Philadelphia has now spent more money on postage than they've tried to collect from me. <laughs> For tickets they've given me for not violating the law. Again, I have paid every single ticket that I have ever received that I was in the wrong for. <laughs> Expired meters. And so they always send you the, you know, hey, this is your first warning. And then a $26 ticket automatically becomes uh, $100. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, oh. one ticket that I fought and lost because there is no justice in the Philadelphia Parking Authority <laughs> I got a drum is now $373. <laughs> And the latest that I get in the mail today is I am a priority. I'm on the priority enforcement file. <laughs> Give me a roaring round of applause for that. Right <laughs> I lost my priority status on every airline. I'm not priority gold anymore on American Airlines because I don't fly enough. But priority enforcement file. Oh, is that right? Is that, <laughs> is that, that's right next to the X Files. We got to get Scalder and Molly on this. Tony, priority <laughs> enforcement file, baby. Your street credit. Put that in. You're still piping, smoking, Mayor Kenny. Your street credit's through the roof. March Madness, baby. I'm a PTP or now. Yeah, speaking of, that's gonna be PT. That's gonna be TP. That's what that's gonna be. <laughs> that's not gonna be PTP. That's gonna be TP. But wait, there's more. Oh wait, let's go. Other go ahead. than the priority enforcement file at the top of the latest threatening letter from the Philadelphia what, Parking what, what Authority. This is what I love. What's the due date? <laughs> Due to your failure to respond to past notices, your vehicle is now on the priority enforcement file. It's only a matter of time. This is in red, underlined what red. What it is what it is. It's only a matter of time before we locate and seize it, your oh. vehicle. We have thousands of parking authority equipped vehicles, hundreds of offers, officers with handheld computers. Our officers are quickly able to identify scofflaw vehicles. We also have automated plate scanning equipment to take pictures of any vehicle parked on the street. It is capable of capturing thousands of vehicle images per hour. But I, I've come up with a couple of solutions to solve this. Move on, a, move on a street One, you can't park on so you can't get any cars down it? To avoid it. I have now decided to park my car in one of the potholes in the city uh, here on Passyunk Avenue. It's like a sub garage. They will never find no, my car. No, never find so it. So I, I got I found a, I found a really cool pothole. <laughs> I'm gonna put that baby in there, and then get one of those ramps. I'm gonna go to Pep Boys and get those ramps. So whenever I need my car back out to service me, mm -hmm. I'll just pull right out of the ramps right back onto the street. It's perfect. perfect. Or the other thing I could do, I posted this earlier on Twitter. I can build a compound on the roof of my house like Move used to have on Osage Avenue. Uh -huh. Jesus, Tony. I get a compound, where, and then I build a, a, a DYI elevator. Lifts. Lift system. 
where I could just lift my car up to the roof and then park it inside my fortified compound. And the only way the parking authority can get it is if Mayor Kenny puts out a Philadelphia police helicopter and drops C4 on my house. Then I believe they can find it with all of their computers and handheld devices. So those are two options. Which one would you? Now, you're in my position. Option A, mm -hmm. a park inside of a pothole, or B, build a compound on your roof to alleviate any on-street parking problems uh, especially with the PPA people who don't know the actual parking laws in this city. Well, you know me. I'm a man of the people. I choose the pothole. I want to be, be around the people in the street. I don't trust it up at a cop because I want to be a little bit lower to ground. In case anything, anything breaks loose, and all hell breaks loose, i got to get the mini up and out quick. See, my biggest fear is that they may actually start filling these potholes, and then my car would be buried. Right. And then I'd have to get an archaeological uh, expedition out, sort of like the ones through the uh, Amazon to try to find the city of gold my car would be finally found like 200 years from now when they're excavating the city to put in Have you seen pipe. these streets? There's no chance of that happening. What are you talking about, dude? What are you talking about? Oh, wait a minute. Go, you go down near the art and you go down near the Liberty Bell. They, when they were excavating down in Center City and Independence uh -huh. Hall area, Oh, yeah, they did find They found underground. There's underground uh, t tables and, and people lived there, with the, the, the colonial people. That's where they lived. And that's where we'll live, Tony. Underground? We'll start, yes. Yes. We do, we're in the basement. We're exactly. underground we're right, right now. Right now. <laughs> I, vote, below, I vote for going up. I, I, vote for, I vote for rooftop parking. I like rooftop parking for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One is it it's, gets everything off the streets. Let's just everybody exactly. park. And two, imagine making out uh, in the car and yeah. what a great view we'd have. I could put like a big screen up on the roof and then pretend I'm in a drive-in yes. theater. And get in a car and have the big screen. We could have, like, a hot tub up there. Yeah, how awesome. And I, I'm doing the city a favor. I'm actually, I'm, gonna, I'm paying for my own lift that I will make DIY. You know we can build that. Give me a weekend. I can build a car lift. <laughs> well, well, let's, let's, say, we'll, we'll say it'll take a weekend, but it may take a little longer no, than I'll that. I'll tell you what. I can go and sit down and build a, a DIY. If I do the measurements, we can do exactly it. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> Jack in the back, Tony are you with me? Tony will not do the measurements. Are you with me on building a, my own Roof deck. That was the best. Slash it's fine. Garage. Robin, it's fine. Robin, it's fine. Luigi, we got to dig it down a little bit more. <laughs> no, there won't be any excavation required. No excavation. The car will be parked at, uh, in my backyard. We got the levels. I got all the tools. I got impact wrenches. I'll even hire a couple union guys so they don't bring the rat outside when I'm doing this. <laughs> and then let them put I'll a rat fortify out. the roof. We call, call Asher from Power to help us out. Exactly. How great work. is that? Like what it. a great idea. I like it. Instead of putting a dumb rooftop deck with, you know, out of, out of two-by-fours, which I can only use three months out of the year. Right. I'll well, where are we a, moving to? Because the, rent, the rent down here is out of, out of control. I know. I'll, have the car, I'll even have a spot for the scooter up there. So I'll have a little two-car garage, well, a car-and-a-half garage, right? With an emergency suit for the scooter, just in case the whole hell breaks. So yeah, you a scooter and then, and the, then the lift. Then I can bring provisions up, and then I'll build a little deck over it. A little outside of it, so then I could put my little deck. We need column off for the compound. With a, hot, with a hot tub and a big screen up there. No, but the big screen. And it'll be closed in by a glass bubble. Then I'll get, so it'll be, an, a, it'll be like a, an you know, eco. Uh, it'll yeah. be like a sunroof. And it'll all got, be solar paneled, so we're all helping with the environment. Exactly. I like this, Tony. Exactly. See? I like this. And then on top, a go. big windmill, a gigantic <laughs> windmill. And Robin will have Dutch, and she'll have like Dutch art on there, like tulips and a tulip garden around the windmill. You know what? So she can think she's back in Amsterdam. All of this is a... And weed, so she can think she's back yeah, in exactly. Amsterdam. And we'll have, like, 
an actual marijuana smoking room up there. All It'll of be this Wi-Fi. It's absolutely <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> and it would Wi-Fi. be great for the environment. Except there's one problem. What? It would take at least ten years to get it approved by the city. Well, no, I'm going to do it without a permit. Oh. I'm going to do it without a permit. I can go into this. I can go through the city or around the city because I here's can what be I'm the middle do. man. Or I can beat the middle <laughs> man. I'm going to I'm going to count this as a. Explore. It's like hiring architects and designers and paying millions of dollars to do studies. You know how the government always takes our money and then uh, has all these environmental impact studies yeah. and you know, feasibility studies and studies of studies and all these college experts are out there trying to figure out how do we, how do we provide more space on the street for kids to play half ball and stick ball like I used to. You can't do it anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> Paul Moore goes, the Bruno Dome. The Bruno Dome. <laughs> sort of like the Thunderdome. Right. Not Biodome. No. Not Biodome. We'll get Tina Turner to come back and say, we don't need another hero. Jesus. And then, <laughs> I and then, can't come, though. I can't come. No. I can't, I, no, I, I, can't, I, can't I think. Come. I can't come. And then the city will see this. And then some city councilman or somebody who wants to be mayor or governor yes. or president will say, ladies and gentlemen, this is a middle-aged man who is looking forward. This is, a, this is a man who really does have progressive ideas. He's looking for ways to help alleviate the, the absolute gridlock, the lack of parking spots. Broad Street, people park in the middle of the streets here. This is a man who's affecting change with just very little thought. No environmental studies because it'll all be green. It'll be green. Be self-sustaining. I will put, I'll put grass, instead of having that hideous tar on the roof, <clears throat> which is blight, I will put down a real natural grass growing roof. We'll be able to play sports up there. Soft, we'll have a softball league. Well, not well, softball. Bocce. Little bocce. bocce. We'll have uh, maybe a little, maybe a little badminton. Maybe a little chip and putt course. A little chip and putt. There's so many options. I mean, we're just, this is, this is so bar- many activities, Tony. Our head's spinning right this now. This is brainstorming. This is brainstorming. But let's make this end. a reality. We will. We can make this a reality. And then why every don't home. We, why don't we do this then? Why do we gotta go move? Why do we gotta go find a dome? Why don't we just take this house and build up? That's what we're doing. Oh, I thought we we're gonna move into like a bigger. Co- no, it's gotta be on the roof of this house. Oh, it's not enough room in this. Because house. once the, and then and once the city, <laughs> not enough goddamn room for that. Yes, me. there is. We got a, we got enough spot for some turf. It's about it. No, you gotta be a welcome. The car's mat. not that long. My roof goes from the front to the. That's a long roof. It's like the length of this house. We'll just use the mini. We'll take my car. Save space. The point is to get our car. It'll off never the work. Then we need a different place. It'll never work. We need a bigger house. No, you don't. Look at the length look of this the house. Look at the length of this Look at the house. wine cellar, and then look how far back it goes. You could put twenty. If you're in New York City, you'd have twenty cars parked in here. How high are we gonna build up? Just just enough for we don't have. We can't go up. Uh, it's only a two-story house, so we're not adding another story to the house, which people do. Mm-hmm. We're adding just another garage, which is helping the environment helping with the parking overcrowding situation, and then also adding I'd like solar, the lift, though. solar energy, a solar lift, and ba- I'll, I'll just go get a couple of Teslas that have now been wrecked because the self-driving car thing didn't work. Yeah, I'll get these. That was going to be a good idea. I'll buy the used batteries from Tesla. I'll get Elon Musk to come over and help me with batteries so I don't have to use any electricity. I can go off the grid. Completely. Completely off go, the forget grid. Forget off. You go above the grid. Exactly. You raise yourself above the grid. Tony, we're, we're already approaching a little, oh, almost two hours. I think we're just going to blow by the break. We're yeah. blowing by the break. Um, because, the break. because right now, I'm, I'm on a roll here. Because here's the one thing. You're, you're on a roll. People thought this was just going to be an anti-PPA rant. 
No, it is a, it's a rant that started off and has allowed me to think of how do we alleviate these kinds of problems. But instead of being on a roll, you can be on a tortilla by calling in and trying to get into the cantina dinner. Let's tomorrow. do the cantina dinner giveaway right Jesus. now. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Call in. And uh, you have a chance to join us tomorrow and uh, do some fine dining over in KOP. It's good. I'm I need to reiterate for those people who are just thinking, they, they've been thinking about it for the last, you know, year that we've been talking about these tequila Be dinners. Be like us and the rest of our audience. Don't think. And, and they were like, oh, it sounds like a great idea. And then they see the photographs and then they say, oh, we should have gone. Just do it, damn it. It's like Nike. Just do it. For all you guys who stiffed your girlfriends, wives, or both on Valentine's Day, you said, I didn't take <clears> her out to dinner because I couldn't get a reservation. I did both. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is $120, and you are going to have one of the greatest nights and meals. And you even get to sit next to Miss Robin and Luigi. Yeah. And we're, we're fun when we go out, man. We have exactly. a good time. My son is going tomorrow. He is? Yeah. Who invited him? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's your date. My finger was right there. Oh. Do you mean if we die? Can you mean if we dance with your dates? Do you mind if we dance with your dates? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So my plus plus one is Christian? Yes. Uh, That's fair enough. You can can share hair tips. You can tell you about the man bun, and you can tell them about your newest... uh, well, uh, the pompadour that I'll be rocking later on, man. You're going to have some greasy product in there like no, the guy who no, called no, Michelle no. last night? Oh, my God. <laughs> what a piece of work. What a piece of work. We should play that back tonight. Did you edit it out of the show? No, I left it in there. If you want to hear somebody who really doesn't like who we... You hear people who don't like me all the time, or you can see them on Twitter. Tony, I don't think this guy even follows the show. He just randomly was just stumbled upon the show on Blog Talk and was listening to it for a little He's while. He's like, hey, let me harass them. Exactly. See how it is. See how great it is for social media and, and podcasts to allow people who are normally da- normally dangerous to themselves and Oyster others around them to just get their hatred out, and then they can be people safe and happy. People do have again. a lot of hate in them. They really do. It's amazing. And they, I have occasional hate when I see things that not that I disagree with, but when I see people blatantly, blatantly avoiding facts to use in their arguments or conversations. You you do get very angry about things. No, I don't get angry. When people come at me, can we laugh? I don't, can we just? I, can you I, I, laugh when, with when me? When people that? come at me, when people come at me with justifiable, logical, uh, civil disagreements with anything I say, is anything civil on on social media? I try to make it. Well, I mean, I think that that there, when when you are very passionate about something, yeah, passion. That's, you, that's the word we we'll use. It's you, passion. It's not then, hatred. But you. I think that you have a hard time hearing another side during. No, I don't. You know what I don't. Ha- you don't want to have a hard time hearing another side is when they resort to calling me names. Yes, because that's and never using good. Profanity. That's not a discussion. Correct. That's not a discussion. Oh, actually, here, here's here's Tony Bruno having a discussion with someone. Let's go to the tape. Don't go there with me. Yeah. Don't go there with me. This is what it don't sounds like. Don't go there with me. Nice you want to keep day. it real? You keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no game. That's basically what it sounds like. By the way, I have breaking news from Hollywood because you know how much we pay attention. To Hollywood these days. We have a breaking news. Scott Baio. Remember Scott Baio? Charles in charge. Scott Baio is boycotting Dick's Sporting Goods now. Poor K. He's not going to show up for a shift tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's funny. That's funny as hell. Now Dick's Sporting Goods has put out an announcement that they will no longer be carrying 
Not um, carrying, selling. selling. They, they still will sell firearms. They will still sell firearms, but they will not sell <laughs> any type of um, um, <laughs> rifle that people no, were having what, what an issue with. People are calling assault rifles. Right, which are an not. AR-15, let me repeat for the last time, is not an assault rifle. AR does not mean assault rifle. And again, I'm just trying to edge. These are facts. This isn't my opinion. It means arma. This isn't right wing or left wing. And by the way, when the Second Amendment was ratified, I had Robin look this up last mm -hmm. night. What year was the Second Amendment ratified, Robin? It was in 1792. 91 or 92. The Revolutionary War ended when? 1772 through 70... 75. 1775. All right. So the, the, the Second Amendment was ratified long after the Revolutionary War. Correct. And oh, by the way, people suggesting that all we had in those days were muskets, were muskets is incorrect. are totally clueless to the facts. I had Robin look it up. It was there 1975 to 19... To, I'm sorry, 1775 right. to 1781. It okay. lasted seven years. Okay. okay. Then 10 years later, the, the Second 92. Amendment was ratified... In 1792, I believe 1791. It was. It's in, 10 years after the Revolutionary right. War. So the Revolutionary War BS... Is, is, is wrong. And it's, it's factually incorrect. And yes, most of the guns that were used in the Revolutionary War were musket-type uh, guns. Which However, means you had to load them one right. at a time. And oh, by the way, musket balls were big. They weren't little tiny things. They were right. big. But they, they were single-loading. Single correct. But that is not. There were multiple shooting guns. There were even what in we, Philadelphia. They were, there was a gun that and was were made here. Even called machine guns that started. They, they were just um, invented back in the 1500s. So technically, what we now know as machine guns, that ca that category, those were back in 1500 and something all the way through so they were already there exactly and i'm gonna, i'm not i'm not some gun nut i don't own a gun i've been through this i was denied a gun when i tried to buy one seven years ago so i i know what i'm talking about when it's how easy it is to get a gun yeah you can get an illegal gun you can get a little crack you can get drugs you can go on craigslist and buy guns that stuff should be stopped Again, this isn't a political statement. I just, this is, this is when, when Robin was talking about me getting angry. I only get angry when people spout stuff. Either way, whether you're a right-winger or a left, because those are the people who get heard. The extremists on both sides of any issue. The people in the middle, which is the majority of the country, who are just looking for facts and logic. There's no voice. And the right thing. Those are the people who well, don't have a say. And your point is that as soon as you resort to any kind of name-calling or saying you are just like so-and-so yeah. and call, you know, re making them uh, saying that they're just like a horrible, horrible person, you just lose, you lose the argument right there. You just, it, it now, our good friend Robin out in the Sacramento area, our good friend Hamster Tweet, uh -huh. she says, I lost her at buying the ramp. Why? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go to Pet Boys. I used to have a ramp. In fact, I had ramps in my car, and my car was broken into, and the ramps were stolen. They took the ramps? Left they the took car. my ramps. Yeah, they take anything out of a car. Take the, take the ramps. But Le we leave need the car. <laughs> we need to get back to the tequila dinner. That's how this whole thing started, yes, well, and you were going to tell people how to do you that call, they can join You call us. in right now. That's it. First caller on the lines, because we have Jim from Sheltonham holding. No, but give, us the info give the information if they want to purchase tickets. If, you, if you're not the lucky person to win, they only have you can still join us... Um, for, I mean, 
seriously, when the last time so you went out on a date and you had to purchase I just told dinner you had to, uh, and drinks, it. then you would spend more, like a nice date, like a nice dinner. And I'm not talking fancy schmancy. I'm just talking a really nice dinner. You would spend over $100 per easy. person. And that's not from soup to nuts. That's not including alcohol. Right. You go into a restaurant and you have a four-course dinner with dessert with no alcohol, you're dropping 100 bucks. Hunting, though. Easy. This is a great dinner. Easy. And again, we're not doing, we don't make any money out of this thing. We just, we pass this along because Cantina Laredo is a national chain. And Brian's a friend. Brian's a friend at King of Prussia. They're packed. We, people in Minnesota who went to that cantina, their cantinas all over and the to country. to be fair, they do invite us every time. Well, they do invite us, yeah. Well, we would go anyway. For a good time. That's why. Exactly. I want to find out what this coconut cajeta ice cream is at the end. That's the dessert. I have a feeling it's going to be very delicious. But there'll be a four-course dinner, cocktails as you walk in, all kinds of different great tequila this time. And they use different tequila companies every, every, every time they do it. Every different uh, tequila We haven't done one now since November. Right. So since the holidays passed. each pass, time it's hosted by a different right. tequila. And this, year, and this month's uh, big uh, tequila product that they will be serving, Olmeca Altos Tequilas. Altos, A L T O S, and it's never rot gut. No, tequila. this is this always, is always no. really Oh, oh and here's one thing that I, I did know from from Brian: um, the actual people who make Altos, Altos. are going to be in the house. Are going to be in the house. In the house will be because along with the it's dinner, informational. It's yeah. not just pumpy people sitting along around with, and doing sh shots of tequila. No, it's basically like a sipping thing. They, they, you also, in addition to the drinks, you also get a separate. Uh, sifter of each single tequila snifter. snifter not, sorry, sifter. I, I usually sift. Sifter. The, um, I didn't even kiss her. You get a, a, a separate sampling of each of the tequilas there, and it's usually their blanco, the reposado, the Correct. añejo. So then you can the, sip and savor it, and, and like, they talk you through it. Yeah, they talk like you do. Like you have whiskey tastings and things like that. Exactly. And these people, these are the people who actually make the product. They'll be there to educate you on what you're drinking. Exactly. So you can appreciate it a little bit more. And no, I never that's knew the whole I... purpose of any kind of a tasting party, whether it's but wine. A beer. But seriously, like I never knew I liked tequila until Me I neither. started doing these tequila I love dinners. tequila. It's my favorite spirit. I I'm never knew Literally, I liked it. It's my favorite it. spirit. Uh, Except for the Holy Spirit. I love if it. you want reservations, you call them and make sure you get in. Because these things are usually sold out. The past three of them have been completely sold out. 610-922-5701. That's not the number to win the, the, the two that we're giving away tonight. That's the call. Uh, CL Tequila Dinner, Cantina Laredo and King of Prussia. I call them and make a reservation. It is going to be... Uh, and by the way, you know what else they have? And they did this the last time, too. If you don't want to drive, which you know a lot of people don't want to drive now, so they're going all the way up to King of Prussia, you can get up to a $50 lift ride what? credit. Get a $50 lift ride credit and $10 off your tequila dinner. So now the tequila dinner is 50 it's $50 a person. And you get free transportation. And you, so here, but you have to be a new, a new Lyft member because we're Lyft members. We right. use Lyft all the time. So you download the Lyft app and you enter the code Cantina Lyft, Cantina L-Y-F-T. You'll get $50 in ride credits right there. Bam, right off the bat. Then you ride Lyft to Cantina Laredo tomorrow night up in King of Prussia. You show your Lyft receipt to your server and you get the discount at Cantina Laredo That's for awesome, your dinner. Bro. And what was the phone number again for the reservations? For the reservations at Cantina, 610-992-5701. So call them. Don't wait too late because they'll be closed, but call them tomorrow during the day. What time's dinner start, Tony? 7? Seven? 7 o'clock. Okay. That's the cocktail service. Mm -hmm. We sit around. We have a great... There's always a different... There's always different, too. That's what's amazing about them. All the drinks made by the amazing 
drink Meister at Cantina Laredo. And there are several of them. Well, I don't know what bartender's going to be there yeah. that night. It's not no. just the bartenders. These are people who sit down and map out what, partic what particular drinks they're going to craft that night. They are amazing. They don't just go to a cookbook. They don't <laughs> just go to a bartender for dummies book and look up tequila but drinks. But now people are calling in, right, for, yes, to, to try, try to, to win. win? Let's go to the phones. 619-924-9874 is our number. 619-924-9874. Jack, are the phone lines burning up? I have a... Um I got a John from Limerick who wants to do, to do the tequila dinner. Well, Limerick's not that far. He'll be a little nuclear. He'll have a glow when he comes in, but at least we'll be able to recognize him. John from Limerick. What's going on, John? Hi, Dan Tony, Luigi, Miss Robin. Beautiful, man. Now, how this far are you from This is also the um, Prince and B Trusco, your emerging market specialist oh, on Twitter. Beautiful. What is your Twitter uh, handle again? Uh, at J3 underscore III for the third. Oh, you're a third. Now, if you get a jersey like a uh, Nick right. Falls jersey, Legacy. will you put a one, two, three on the back? You put a absolutely. Absolutely. I think Luigi had uh, he had last night. He was wearing his uh, Ed O'Bannon UCLA uh, jersey, and he put Curdo one, two, three on the back. <laughs> yeah, the third. Yeah. No, the that's back. not what I did. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I wore the Ed O'Bannon because I was talking about the NCAA thing. That's I, I know. I'm I know. joking. I understand that. Okay. Hashtag fly goes fly, bro. Now, have you been to Cantina Laredo in King of Prussia? I have not. I actually moved to uh, Brooklyn for, uh, for a job uh, working in New York, but I got family still down there, so basically I have a place to stay, and uh, I visit there quite often. And uh, I've been looking forward to it, but just haven't been able to get back, and I think now I have an excuse. Oh, so you're, not at, you're in Brooklyn tonight, so you're not even in uh, Limerick in that area where your parents live? That's right. So you're willing to drive down? From Brooklyn, New York, and 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 yeah, run the risk of running into there, one of the New York uh, Nets while they're bus. tanking. If the New York Nets are tanking on the New Jersey Turnpike, you're going to have to drive around them <laughs> because the Knicks and the Nets pretty much are laying down right by the Vince Lombardi toll station there in New Jersey to try to out tank one another in the tankathon. Kristaps <laughs> Porzingis is the smartest what the one. Hell's going on? Yeah. Chris Stapp's Porzingis is the smartest one. He got the hell out of Dodge when he realized this team was in the shitter. But enough about the New York basketball franchises. Have you been to a tequila dinner before? Uh, yes, in Atlantic City. Oh, but nothing like this, though, man. Are you over 21? Yes. Do you have an AK-47 or an AR-15? <laughs> no firearms. Yeah, oh, I'm talking about no, AK-47 used to play in the NBA. Andre Karolinka. Uh, exactly. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, think well, I'm talking about guns here? I can't play basketball either, but... Well, that's all right. My, most most players in the NBA right. can't either. No, exactly. Uh, oh. oh, Tony, just just a quick little Markel side Markel Fultz can't either at this time, but hopefully he will you know eventually. Who just joined... It's processing, Tony. It's Tony, processing. <laughs> yes. you know who just joined us on Facebook? Who? The fabulous Chris Morales. Christopher Morales on the line. Yes. Well, tell him to call in, man. We haven't talked to Chris in a long that time. That bum... Where is he? I'm assuming he's in L.A. Is he homeless on the streets of Burbank somewhere? Well, John, anyway, that do you really want to go? Now, do you have someone who can take, you can find to take with you? Uh, yes. I would either bring my girlfriend with me or I would uh, do as an appreciation for my mother. Oh, beautiful. Aww. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. 
I like that. I'm, this is going to be Robin's uh, Valentine's dinner, too, because I stiffed her on ba <laughs> Valentine's Day. I was sick, though, in bed. I had an excuse. Valentine's. Yeah, we so couldn't even stiff her. But I'm bummed. Hey, medication does that to you, man. Medication helps with that too, though. Yeah, know? but I, I wasn't on that medication. <laughs> a different blue pill. All <laughs> <laughs> a different blue pill. <laughs> See, now the show's getting fun. <laughs> getting fun. <laughs> So is, is John going to win? Does he win? Is that yeah, let's give John the ticket. All right, there we go. Sounds like a, young, a smart young man, even though All he right. moved to Brooklyn for whatever reason. Now, you said you moved there for work, right? I'm in finance, man. I'm in finance. Beautiful, yeah, yeah. Man. I moved there for work. I work in finance. So, uh, you know, life kind of brought me here. But, you know, grew up in Montgomery County, so it's, it's Philadelphia everything. Beautiful, man. And uh, I, I wore my colors to work, and they got to deal with me, especially uh, the Pats, Pats fans uh, that exist for some reason in New York. Well, congratulations on being caller number four. I understand that uh, I, I, I get Packers fans in New York more than I get, like, Jets fans in New York. I mean, yeah, well, I would be, too. <laughs> if I was in New York, I wouldn't be a freaking Jets or, or fan. Or Giants fans right now, for that matter. Wow. That's awesome. Well, good stuff, John. We will, we we will be sharing this kind. Uh, yeah, we, we will no, be sharing definitely. this kind of camaraderie, fun, conviviality, shenanigans, shenanigans, swadivive, and all the other great things that we celebrate. So, John, don't hang up. Um, Jack in the back will get all the, your information, pertinent information, and then your name and everything will be at the door tomorrow. Make sure that you arrive, a, uh, you know, a little tiny bit before seven o'clock. They'll start serving cocktails at seven. Beautiful man. And anybody else that would like to go, don't forget, you too can get tickets by calling. calling. There's a website too, don't you? Can you just go on there? Yeah, but it's easier to make the reservations online and you just call 610-992-5701. The number is on your screen if you're watching it live. And um, uh, join us tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be I mean, fun. It's, it's always fun. It's always fun. All right, John, thanks a lot, man. Hang on, and uh, Jack will get to you. Congratulations, brother. And congratulations, man. Thanks, guys. It's a beautiful present. Appreciate it. Now you don't have to worry about uh, making up for th the... Uh, no, this will make up for it tenfold. For Valentine's Day? Yeah, this will make up for it. I didn't get Robin anything. I told you, I haven't gone out. You know oh, that. You, you, you're, 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 you got screwed. <laughs> Nothing. Figuratively no, speaking. Not even you know why? You know why? Because Robin, every day's Valentine's Day around here. That's when right. Every day's a gift. When you live with me, every day's every a gift. Day's a gift. <laughs> every day's a gift. You need to be gifted to live with you. you Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I am gifted. <laughs> Thank God. Speaking of gifted, let's go to Jim from Sheltonham, the official right. archivist of the Tony Brown Show. He's been holding for a while, and he's got a clip. Of uh, when Tony was in San Fran, I don't know what that clip would. Uh, I don't know when I was wearing flowers in my I hair. Have no idea. Well, I did a lot of stuff in San Francisco. Some of it legal, most of it not. <laughs> Let's go to Jim. Jim, how are you, buddy? Tony. Yes. You there tonight? <laughs> I'm here. Oh, I do have a clip. This is when you were working with Gary. The great Gary Radnich on KNBR yes. 680 D. Sports leader. Yes. This is. Twelve years ago, after day after the award, the Oscars, there twelve years ago. Oh wow, that was back when I started. When I was around, like twenty-five years into boycotting the Oscars. Not boycotting, I just don't watch it. Let's go to the tape of our Oscar breakdown show twelve years ago in uh, San Francisco. Uh, Gary asked you a question. Did you watch the pregame show? And you had some commentary. Oh, right, let's go. I love the red carpet. 
I like no carpet. I'm more of a clean. Well, yeah, I, 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 no, I went right. I just watched. I left it on. You know, I was working on my computer. Bar, Barbara Walters was on. I wanted to see Will Ferrell, and I left that on. I don't care what dresses they. I don't want to see any of those shows. I will not watch my good friend Pat O'Brien tonight with a <laughs> microphone asking what kind of dress. Uh, you know, these people. Who cares? They look nice. Some of them look nice. Some of them look hideous. I don't care who made their dresses. I don't care who made their tuxedos. But one thing you notice, Gary, the bow tie is out. I kept hearing the bow tie is in. And uh, the Dahani Jones, the great linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles, keeps thinking. I even saw I even saw Louis Farrakhan, the great minister Louis Farrakhan, wearing a regular tie over the weekend, flipping around. So even he was down in the bow tie. So the bow tie ain't back. Put that in your Tucker Carlson and smoke. <laughs> oh, very good. Now, is it Farrakhan or Farrakhan? I think it's Farrakhan. I'm not sure, guy. You call him Farrakhan, I'll call him Farrakhan. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I'm thinking now off the top of my head, I, the one person who I just, geez, I, I don't know what she's pulling up. Renee Zellweger, did you see her? Yeah, she could barely black, with, walk. With the dark hair. And, yeah. Ugh, I, and I don't think she's going to age well. I mean, it's not my style. I mean, I know they all get work out here. Everyone gets work except me. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see Renee Zellweger as one like in her. You know when they do that? They had that Fox show last week, Makeup, Stars Without Makeup. Yes. I, I don't think the, the, in about 20 years you're going to see Renee Zellweger on a beach looking really good. Uh, Joe, can we quickly go yeah. to Rob? <laughs> well, so, so your basic, uh, your feelings are go for a younger woman rather than Renee Zellweger. Exactly right. Oh, I always go for the younger woman. I, I know a lot of my older friends out there don't like that, but, you know, hey, and I like older women, but yes. when you got the opportunity, you go for the younger woman. Rom in Union City is on cable. <laughs> on those lovely, heartfelt sentiments that's sure to generate some good positive emails. <laughs> See, I was telling it's beautiful, man. I was, yeah, was, I was telling man. it like it was decades ago. You, People think I'm some just jump on the bandwagon shock job. You were woke before any alarms ever went off, You're Tony. You're damn right. I was woke and lit before anybody even know what it meant. That's why I said you were woke before any alarm ever went You're off. You're damn right. I was chilling before Netflix was even thought about. Really? Yes. I'm more of a fire stick and dick on it. That's, that's, that's me. That's and that was only a minute and a half. The whole thing ran about 15 minutes. Well, yeah, we ran uh, for like a half an hour every day. <laughs> Talk about rambling. Yeah. No, that was fun. I mean, I, I love doing that. It was stream of consciousness. We covered everything. It wasn't just your typical, hey, how about that uh, eighth guy on the bench last night for the Warriors? You know, hey, that's good stuff to break down the next day. Here in Philly, of course, now. And it's everywhere. Every team has a pregame show and a postgame show. I get it for the football season. I don't get every single game of hockey, basketball, soccer, curling, having an extended pregame and postgame show. These guys got yeah, to get it all in, Tony. Come on, man. No, I get it. You have to make money, so you sell all this pre- and postgame stuff. But to break down every game of an 82- or 162-game season might be a little much for me because I don't have that kind of capacity. We're not going to give him a win, give him a lost dog for the Phillies? Come on, it's our favorite time of year, Tone. We're going to have to do a four-hour show just for that. We're doing two and a half easy. All right. We'll do it. <laughs> but listen, you know, my record on give him a win, give him a loss is pretty, uh, pretty damn the good. The last time we did that, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Exactly the Phillies right. might get a little bit of a good luck by you giving them a win, giving them a, you know. Now, you know why? I can't pitch and I'm not left-handed. That's true. So, I mean, other than that, that's... Yeah, you, uh, yeah but you've been hitting for a while, though. You're damn right. <laughs> I'm just slap hitter. That's, That's what right. you really need. Slapping these days. Every air, slapping over there. You got to slap it around, man. You got to play to all fields in this day and age, right, Robin? 
You gotta be able to, you know to hit the all fields. See a to get that booty yeah. <laughs> and smack you gotta be able to spray it around. Right. You, know, you gotta spray it to all. You gotta lace it all over the field. <laughs> <laughs> Couple C and I singles here. <laughs> yeah. You can't always go for the home right. run, man. What do they say to that ball had eyes? <laughs> you gotta go for the gap every once in a while. But you gotta have those uh, those seeing eye hey, doubles every once. If you, if you hit for average, the power numbers will come. All right? <laughs> You're not getting in on this on MLB Hell Network no, man. with Chris Rose. I'll tell you that right now. Shit. <laughs> 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 oh. This is the kind of stuff analytic guys just can't handle. This is next level, next level <laughs> analytics. Forget that, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Two chips at the same time. Well, that goes without saying. By the way, I found a new drop that I was watching a bad horror movie the other night on Comet. What do and you got? I saved it. I'm gonna, I'll have to pull it. Okay. It's, an, it's another addition to the two chick at the same time theme. Okay. I got some great stuff I'm working on, too. I found, I found a clip. We're of trying to keep it fresh a, and a, keep a, it real. Somebody having a mental breakdown on how to get. Jim, we have to thank you again. You're, I mean, uh, you. you, the stuff that you bring and the stuff that you save is just fantastic. Scares me actually. I don't even remember the stuff. <laughs> that, that, was, that, was one of the, that was one of the first shows that was, were podcasted. Oh that yeah, one of the first ever yeah. shows podcast. Tony, because um, they used to get major hits on that them podcast. Yeah, people love that segment. You know, I did it for seventeen years. Jesus man, seventeen years. Wow, I, it was that long. Man. Yeah, seventeen years. I started it in nineteen ninety nine, on e when I was still at ESPN, and it went till two thousand and thirteen. 12 or 13, around there? Uh, well, 17 how long years would be 2016. No, 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 it was 11. It was just before you moved so here, 2010, they just quit it. Right around 2010. So from 99 to 2010 is how long? 2011. It's, long? It's, it's, it's 99 to, tw to 2011 is 12 years. All right, 12 years. Yeah, I'm 12 sorry. years. But I did hits before. I'm talking about as a regular, everyday being on the show. Because I even did it before Gary was on in the mornings. Gary was on in middays, and then he was on in the morning show, and then he went back to middays. So it's a long time. I know that. It's, it, there's a very few segments that last that long, and it was an honor to do it. It was a lot of fun, and the people in the Bay Area to this day, you know, remember those segments yep. vividly, and it was a lot of fun. And Gary's still a friend, you know, just because I don't work with him anymore. That's, you know, these are corporate decisions, and I love Gary. He's, he's been great to my career, and he's been a great friend, and uh, one of the craziest guys you'll ever meet. And I mean that in a term of endearment, not yes. as a criticism. He's, he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Jim, Phillies lost again. Is it time to start panicking? Well, I mean, last year the Phillies started off 72, so I'm really not worried about wins in spring training. Worry you, about don't the last send, games, you don't sit basically. and watch preseason games and hang on every pitch in the third inning of a, of a, uh, a, a preseason baseball game on a Tuesday afternoon? Yeah, some of these games, like, they don't even play their top players. The Yankees are tonight. We're playing the Yankees. The Yankees didn't play one of their top eight players at all. Well, you, would you? No, I'm just kidding. You know, no, these, both teams didn't play none of the top eight players. They played the other. Who do they night. think they are? The San Antonio the top Spurs? For each team didn't. Play. <laughs> <laughs> you Popovich out there? <laughs> you rest guys whenever you want. Greg Popovich called Brett Boone and say, Brett, hey Brett, what, what are you, you doing? doing? You got to sit these guys. <laughs> no, 162 games. I got 82 games. You got to rest these guys. We got 162 plus 35 preseason it's games. It's a marathon, not a sprint. What are you doing? Poor Robin's head's going to explode now. That's, and that's not just, mm. a, she's got a legitimate sinus. No, I know, but then we're yelling, too, which doesn't I know, help. I'm sorry, but she was fine before the, I know. Are you drinking water? Are you hydrating? 
By the way, there's cats with harnesses on their on their backs in, yes, in this are. house. M multiple harnesses. You got to keep cats. them under control, man. No, because they went on a walk yesterday. I, I know, but the cats went on a walk. Yes, they did. They did. The cats walk with, with I, leashes. I, I, I know. You think we let our cats out on the street to procreate and make the most hipster thing on the bastard kitties? I swear to God. And we got bastard it's, kitties roaming the streets? It's so funny because everybody <laughs> that walks by, they're like, I wish my cat did that. I'm like, yes, you did. Yes, you do. I was watching, Rob and I were watching House Hunters International last night, and there's these two nitwits from California who lived in, uh, you know, in, a, in a big area. Topeka. In to, no, they were not in Topanga. Topanga, Topanga California. To, Topanga Canyon. And they, they had to move to Ghent, Belgium, right? In Belgium. And the girl wanted, and they had two cats. Right. And all the woman was, mar they're married. All she was worrying about how, whether the cats would like wherever they picked. Because <laughs> cats really don't give a crap where you live, okay? No, but they crap where you live. Well, of course they right. do. But this I mean, woman, you would think that her life depended on, and I, listen, we have three cats, so I'm not a cat hater. I'm well, a crazy hate cat these, man. These cats are worth a lot of money. But no, like her, husband's like, her husband's like, I don't want to live 50 miles from work and have to take the train so the cats have a little yard to go out and poop in. I mean, he wasn't even that mean. I was screaming at my TV set. How the hell is this guy married to this woman when I don't know. she has more importance placed on two cats who don't know or care where the hell they're going to live? But your husband, who took a job in Belgium, to, so he has to go an hour to and an hour from work instead of living downtown in a beautiful historic city because your cats are not going to be comfortable in an apartment. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. And then she kept saying, well, I don't want to be thought of as a crazy cat woman. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that idea went right out the motherfucking window, all right? Are you kidding me? Some people are just a little bit, you know, I mean, we're, we're out of reality. Of, we're we're kind of crazy cat people. No, you are not that you're, No, you're not crazy cat people in that bad. In fact, when you guys moved into here, right? remember you said like, it's this, the, the, the place is a little bit different, more steps, a little bit more condensed. We lived in one floor. You know, our apartment was all on one floor. Side, right, but it was huge. Right. Okay, because you had one of the bigger properties there. So having the three cats, they had so much more room to, to, to roam. Now, they're on different levels, but it's smaller on every single level. Yeah, we were worried about what the, the cat's going to know. It'll go right. upstairs no, so, or downstairs. So what did so you even do? Is at, at, even at the, the fear of splitting them all up, you even said, hey, if this doesn't work out, would you be willing to take Riddle with you because you have a good relationship with him? I'm like, okay, maybe they're not that crazy of cat people because they wouldn't be willing to. But, but the things you do do as far as the pampering goes with these cats... This one has a certain box. You got to put a little bit of hot water in this food to make it warm for them. You got to mash this one up. They're a little kids. Bit. This oh, they're kids. They're pain in the ass. Is what they are. They're like Tony. kids that never grow up. Yeah. You feed the cats. Jim, good mm -hmm. stuff, pal. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Okay. Take care, Tony. All right. We're gonna go to the combine and get some shrimp. You know what the combine's all about, right? You, are you watching the combine? I had it on last night. You did? Yeah. I don't really care about it too much, though. Me neither. I really put zero stock in the combine. You know what the combine accomplishes? It has a, it's a bunch of overweight sports writers and bloggers with stopwatches Googling at men in tights, yes. running 40s and lifting weights. And somebody has to do it. And then Rich Eisen trying to figure out how fast he can run, run a 40. Still runs that. He does that every year still. But I'll give him credit. He does it for charity. He's not just some, hey, I'm faster than you. Remember a couple years ago when I got into it with David Boreanaz about running yeah. a 40? Yes. Because he heard me on the air. I was talking about, I can run a 40 and blah, blah. Because all guys do that. Every guy yeah. say, oh, yeah. I can I'm running a 4.6. What are you talking about? I can dunk. And, and then Boreanaz and I were going to do something. But then he, he's, I mean, he's, his career has blown up so amazingly huge. We never got a chance to do it. Plus, he would blow me away because I can't run fast anymore. And I got a blown out knee. 
But anyway, so then, so everybody says, oh, I can run the 40. And a lot of people can. They can still run. But Rich Eisen, to his credit, raises a lot of money for charity by doing that on the NFL Network. Sure he does. So he's not just some jerk-off who thinks he can run faster than some actual college athlete who's going to play in the NFL or hopes to. You know what I'm saying? I hate We need to talk about the fabulous people at Switchboard. Absolutely, we do. Robin, your head okay? It's getting harder for you to talk, isn't it? Robin? Robin, she's a warrior. She's a trooper. What else? She's got... uh, Give me some of the other words we use and to I, praise I, people who are I appreciate that. There was a couple of people, including Mickey Delaney, who said, is Robin, is Miss Robin okay? No, she's not. Um, I'm, she's um, a trooper, though. <laughs> she's got a high motor, though. I have she's to. She's got a high motor. She plays hurt. She plays through pain. You know, every podcast, you're going to have aches and pains after show. I know you know, it's, do, it's a long grind. <laughs> it's <laughs> Sitting on inferior chairs, folding chairs from Costco. I know. You think we're in luxurious, big leather? We got recline. third world problems over here, man. Damn right. One of them is not getting our video stream. Our audio stream is a different issue. Yeah. Our video stream is great. It's you know never why? been an issue. Tell us why, Tony. Switchboard Live, baby. Switchboard Live. You wonder, how do they do that? How do they get the video of this show up on Facebook Live, up on YouTube, up on... Twitter, Periscope, actually. Periscope and Twitch. And Twitch. Why does Tony Twitch all the time? That's a different issue. They don't stream that. They <laughs> stream the real Twitch. What happens? You know, we have certain bandwidth. You know how bandwidth works. If you have a video stream, you can't stream. You can stream one video stream out. But how about if you want to stream it to multiple Think platforms? Think of a straw, and you're you're trying to, you're trying to <laughs> sip this. milk Picture this. versus. Chunky chicken soup. What? Milk goes very easily. Chunky chicken soup, which has a look on Tony's face right now. (laughs) Picture a cocktail table, glass cocktail table in Los Angeles. Try this, Tony. On a Saturday night. Thank you. With four lines of Coke. Uh, Okay. Four lines of Coke on that glass table. And then you got one straw. You can do all four lines. But if you had three other friends all doing the lines at the same time, you all go to the same destination. Uh, see, now that I understand. That one makes more sense. Switchboard Live takes one stream. They don't have any cocaine. It's easier with cocaine, Rob. Uh, yeah. Okay, got it. They take the one stream that we feed to them, Switchboard Live, and then they, with the power and the glory of bandwidth, get it out there to thousands and thousands of destinations at the same time. Seriously, we've never had any issue with the, no. with the video. The video's no been complicated seamless. tech stuff. You don't have to know nothing about being a computer geek. Quality, seconds to set up, fire up your camera, start streaming, baby. YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, wherever, whatever. Switchboard Live, it's how you do it live without using profanity or yelling at your producers, which I do both of. We'll do it live. Yep. <laughs> to learn more, go to switchboard.live, www.switchboard.live. Really is, it, there's no better service to get this stuff done. You follow me? I hate and by the way, whenever you get a priority enforcement file sent to you... This is the you, greatest thing ever. I want everybody out there who's now on the priority list... I love it, Tony. ...to check in with me on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show, and post all these priority enforcement files, and let me know if you agree with my rooftop parking venture here in places like South Philadelphia, where space is at a premium, where parking is impossible. Yeah. 
I mean, if you can't go up, you might as well. Imagine wait, if, if I you can't go down, you might as well. Imagine if I could, I can go on. That's why I say to all the girls, if you can't go up, you might as well go down. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? You got to get down. You know? No, what I tell them is when they're sitting out, you ain't got to get up. You got to get down. Get down. <laughs> Which is one of Gary Radish's favorite lines as well. But imagine if I, I, I create this homemade DIY car garage to go up to a third floor roof. Yeah. Then I go on Shark Tank and Mark Cuban says, I'm out. Like he did, by the way, to the guy who invented Ring. Did you see that story? Yeah, he Four did. of the sharks on Shark Tank. When that guy went on who came up with the, you know, the phone, the, the ring system, where if somebody's at your front door, they're like, you oh, can nobody's going I'm out. I'm out. The only guy who went with it was that O'Leary dude, the Canadian dude with the bald head. Oh, Isn't did that he? the guy? Was he, is that, that Mr. Mr. Wonderful? He was the only guy who told the guy, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a 10%. I'll take 10% for like a half a million dollars. You know what that company's worth now? No. A Billion dollars. But I think the guy billion. turned it down, right? He didn't take the offer. He's I like, don't know if he did, but four of the sharks, yeah. including Mark Cuban, who is no longer a shark at anything other than tanking on his basketball team, turned him down. He's good at that. He is good at that. <clears throat> Although the commissioner has said, let me repeat for all of you NBA fans out there. One more time. Tanking has no place in our game. Remember that. Thank you. Tanking has no place in our game. It will not stand, man. So know, all for all Tony you might as well have been the commissioner because he's been saying this all along. I, I, you know, I'm about integrity. But if you want to support a league I you about that, action, that has boss. zero integrity and had to fire Sam Hinkie, who was deified in the city, who has his own banner, you want to look up to people like that who defraud you? Then whenever you get screwed over by a company when you order a product, don't call their customer service line. Just say, hey, I, you know, hey, you know, they tried to give me a good product. They tried to take care of me. I ordered something. I didn't know what it was. Isn't that the same thing? I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm in love with Mickey Delaney. I have no idea who he is, but I like him. He says she puts <laughs> up, uh, she puts up with, uh, with, with Tony and Luigi, and, uh, and, the, and, that's, that's, a and that's a handful. Hey, uh, listen, hey, Mick, from, uh, from, from <laughs> Tony and I to you, my friend. Bafangu, eh? <laughs> One last thing. It's not a rant. But one of the guys that I had to block on Twitter this week may have been the biggest thrones I have ever, ever seen. Italians have fantastic they We have the best curses ever. Ever. Because you can use an Italian curse on a T-shirt and get away with it. Yeah. Like I posted a picture. There's a T-shirt that you says... Can, you could be a person on national TV called Stugatz as a slur. Exactly. And it's totally fine. Yep. It's totally fine. The guy works fine. with Dan Lebetard. It's not Stugatz. nice to say that. I know. If I walk in and my dad goes, what are you watching? I say, Stugatz, I'm getting hit so hard. Yep. You have no idea. There's a t-shirt. You know, it says one that says, keep calm and whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. The one that's got the crown on top, keep yeah. calm. There's now one that says, keep calm and vafangul. Nice. On it. I'm going to get one of those. I bet you it's going to be at the Italian festival this summer here on Pass Young Guy. I have, a, I have a shirt from that place down in Florida. No, it was in from Houston with the Pete's, uh, Pete's place. There, they gave me two of their um, their work shirts, mm-hmm. and it has Italian on the back. Yes. And what it says is not nice. No, but it sounds nice because it's yes. Italian. Exactly. Everything sounds nice in Italian. As our boy Marco Mancini is doing here in the background. Or Marco Bellinelli when he shoots the deep ball from way downtown. We Boom. really now. I wanted to get Marco on the show. He's in Cleveland. Trying know, to recruit no, 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 LeBron. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's doing God's work right now, Rob. I'm leaving him alone. But you Leave said, him alone, God But it. you said that he's like, he still doesn't speak English very well. He speaks English fine with an accent. He's all right. With an what accent. Kind of, 
It's a heavy we'll, we'll accent. Get him, we'll get so him on. What? At least he's speaking English, unlike some other players who've been in the United States for like 35 years and playing, and they still need interpreters. Like Mike Francesa. I mean, the guy still needs an interpreter <laughs> after all these years. I was going to say, leave certain people in the business out of this, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what's the matter with you? That's a joke, okay? I know. It's a thick New York accent. I know. I'm, I'm playing into it. By the way, so the guy on Twitter, whose last name is Brown, by the way. Okay. Brown. No, leave that on to there, Robin. I know, just turn it down just a little No, bit, you turn please. your earphones down a lot. Not what my man's singing about Van Cool. <laughs> it's right in the middle of the damn joke. There's like a chorus in here. I know. There's <laughs> <laughs> a chorus in here. Don't you see the angels coming down? Exactly. When the women come in, they start swaying, and yeah. they all sing in unison. <laughs> the video is epic. Have you seen the video? It's incredible. I know it is. So anyway, so this guy starts yelling at me on Twitter about how I'm a fake Italian... I'm from Philadelphia. Oh, you Fugazi. I'm a Fugazi Italian. He didn't even say that. He says, I'm not Italian. My mother's Italian. When did I ever say I was born in Italy? At any moment of my life. No, I think the one of the reasons he said that you're not a real Italian is because you didn't spell something correctly, but you spelled it incorrectly on purpose because that's how people say it. And I don't write fluent Italian. Correct. I don't speak fluent not, Italian. Not many Italian-Americans do. But my mother, as anybody knows, speaks to me in Italian and has for her entire life and my entire adult life. I was born three years after she moved to this country with my dad. So if that doesn't make me an Italian, I don't know what is. And most of your relatives are in Italy. And they were here in August. I have more relatives in Italy than I do in this country. You know I'm, that. I'm the first person in my entire lineage born in America. My entire family's over there. I got maybe like eight relatives here. Everyone else is there. Me too. I've got people I've never even met. But that's, that again, there. that goes back to my original comment was, you don't know anything about me. And then to suggest, with a name of Brown, that you're more Italian you're than I am. You're missing it, Tony. All right, crank it up. You're supposed to. To Mr. Brown out there, you don't have a lovely daughter, but you're a stupid moron. Crank it up. Everybody now. Yeah. Get out your it's Google Translate. It's been a while. Get out wait, your wait, Google Translate. for a while. So the guy writes me a sentence in Italian, and I didn't answer him because I don't write fluent Italian. So I say to you, sir, one last time. I hope you're listening tonight. Your somewhere, wherever you are, and remember these famous words. Oh, this, is, this is too long of a room. I need the refrain to come it's in. It's coming. Right. Is this is what this is. No, he's about to lose his entire voice. This, this is the big thing. This is from the cackles of his freaking loins, Tony. This is from his collion. <laughs> Deep down in his collion, he says to all comes. of you people out there, not all of you, just you dirty, no good bumps. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm gonna cry. It's so good. I'm gonna cry. It's so cry. It song makes me want to weep, and all he's doing is go after yourself. That song makes me want to run down to uh, Moonshine and get another order of calamari for the table. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> See, Robin's into it now. How can you not? How do you be? cannot be into this? The greatest song ever. <laughs> By the way, I have breaking news on the LeBron front. The recruitment. Can we get him on the show? I, if he's I was going to say that. Who, LeBron? No. Uh, why don't, why <laughs> don't we call? Why don't we call Giuseppe, your uh, your your cousin from over there, and yeah. see if we can try to get a hold of Marco. And we'll do like a yeah, we'll do like a conference call. Yeah, we'll do a conference call from Italy. We'll, we'll get him. To, we'll get him to, to play from the uh, from the compound upstairs when we build it. 
Exactly. We'll do a Vafunkul at Americani and the PPA yeah. live concert from upstairs. I like this, man. All right, here's, a, here's update, breaking Tony? news because we've heard, we've talked to uh, earlier tonight on the show. You could podcast and listen to it back. The great people at Power who put up the billboards in Cleveland. Asher. Uh, no, what's his Raphael. last name? Raphael. Not Raphael. Oh, um, Raphael. 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 Mm-hmm. He told us the whole story. We had a great, what, 20, 25-minute conversation no, was, with him. Yeah, it was great. And then we told you about Malvern Prep is now getting in on the recruiting, too. Did you see that? They, they bought a billboard now. It says Malvern wants LeBron, and it's, it's in Philadelphia, and it says hashtag Malvern wants LeBron, malvernprep.org slash admissions underneath. No! Yeah, so Malvern Prep, which is obviously where LeBron was looking when he came here. They're making it simple for you, LeBron. Yeah. Choose Philadelphia, my friend. Choose Malvern. I, I think they'll probably get him a little deal on tuition. You think maybe. so, Tony? Maybe. You think I so? I think maybe they can find a little scholarship money for LeBron, <laughs> even though Chris he doesn't kids. need it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But anyway, so now Malvern Prep is in the action. But our good friend Sean Kruger, who I trust. Now Freddy Kruger. No, not, I believe he's related. Uh, Sean Kruger, and I, I believe everything he says to be fact. Are you prepared to confirm? He's asking me a question now. Oh. Are you prepared to confirm or deny that LeBron James once hired a landscaper that had a second cousin who married a girl who once dated a guy that received a hand job from a girl in Malvern? If so, this absolutely proves he will be a 76er. Trust the hand job in hashtag. <laughs> and by the way, if you got to start connecting the dots, I mean, I'm just saying. I want all of my Twitter followers because this guy I didn't block, but I want this guy hassled. I want this guy destroyed. Who? He goes by A, which I think is short for asshole. Well, what's what is what's it, what's, he what follows it? me on? He's got seven followers. Oh, and it's at ADFD. I'm gonna follow him now. 